Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by PlanBSales.com and CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecasts or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to check them out and use promo code BFP123 for free shipping on orders over $20. We would also like to thank Any Racing News and the Graphics Group for their support and of course the pals over on Patreon. We cannot thank you guys enough. Without you guys, none of this would be possible. You guys are really what keeps this ship afloat. Head on over to patreon.com slash blackflagpodcast to become a pal today. For just $4.69 a month, you get some monthly giveaways, some merchandise discounts, and of course, some exclusive content. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls welcome to episode 159 of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn at c sanborn iii to my left is bradley saucier at bsauce 96 and to his left is bobby timmons at bobby timmons 13 together we are at black flag pod on all things social media that's instagram that's twitter that is Facebook. More importantly, though, head on over to the Patreon app, wherever you get your apps from. Look up the Black Flag Podcast. That's going to get you some merchandise discounts, some exclusive content, and all other sorts of cool stuff. Uh, it's also going to give you an opportunity to be able to ask questions, either us or guests that we have on the show. Uh, so that being said, this weekend, we were all in different places. Were we not? <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen you guys since last Monday. <laughs> what did you do this weekend, Bob? Um, what did I do this weekend? Technically, last Tuesday, because after last week's episode, we did go close Ooh. down the old board. Yeah, I made my that. my <laughs> once. I have like a standard <laughs> once per year quota of the old port area, and I met that for 2022. So yeah, we were playing early out of the way. <laughs> I remember it was. It was a Tuesday night, obviously, and we're in the old port. And Started as a Monday night. Was, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ended did. as a yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday morning. morning but <laughs> um, yeah, I remember just going out. We, we were having a time. We were just going to go out, have a couple drinks, whatever. And before I knew it, I looked down. It's 1 a.m. and we're throwing darts at, at an establishment. I'm Called like, Amigos. It's, it's, it's a school night, boys. Yeah. Uh, no, it was but, awful nice of Mike to come up here and hang out with us. We had a good time. Um, yeah, him and his lady friend, both very good people. Uh, yeah, really, really I, good uh, I, I didn't... I. But right as we started throwing darts, I was like, I'm, I feel like darts is one of those things that I'm, I surprise myself at. Like I'm not, I never once would I be like, I am good at darts, but like every once in a while you start doing something you're like, wow, you know, maybe I should. I feel like, and, I feel like uh, drunk versions of ourselves have surprised ourselves I, in many I, ways. I very quickly was, was down by like a lot. And then all of a sudden I somehow won. I still don't know how, cause I don't really know how the if score. There was but. a way to win the game by getting five or six of the same exact number over and over <laughs> and over again. I would have crushed y'all. Cause I'm pretty sure I hit 16, five or six times. I ha- I needed, 
I, I was like a real late bloomer in that game because I, I needed like three or four different things that I hit consecutively, like one right after another, and then somehow got a bullseye on my first throw of, of three darts. So I uh, know that was fun. Definitely closed that down and then uh, followed it up by uh, by going out to, to lunch with them or a brunch, if you will. Uh, I went down to Becky's Diner Tuesday, uh, took took a couple hour long lunch break, and then uh, I think they went and, and checked out downtown. So that's cool. Uh, we're helping the tourism industry, if you will. But uh yeah, yeah, Mike Mike Jr. can stay. He was a good good interview. I listened back to the show like I always do. I felt like it was a good one. It was even funnier listening to it than being a part of it because uh, I didn't get my feelings quite so hurt the third time I heard him bully us. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, that was definitely one that I listened to as well. And uh, before we started recording tonight, I actually checked the stats on that show. Um, between other than got to get it while it's still wet. The first seven days of the last 20 episodes, that's the most popular one. Um, Apparently people wanted to hear about our shenanigans in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Those those episodes always uh, are the best. We didn't even have they a guest are, on that show. so just chaotic. They, uh, yeah, there's a lot of shit that we all we pack into those shows. Um, but no, it's, uh, yeah, that's definitely one of the, uh, the, the best ones yet. And yeah. Uh, the uh, the only other one that was really in the same ballpark for the first again for the first seven days was uh, checkbook said no with Freddie Kraft and Ryan Flores so also another um, good one that makes yeah, sense yeah yeah so that that uh, show's doing pretty well and uh, I definitely listened back to it I think twice so uh, yeah there was a couple people in the uh, grandstands that I networked with or Bradford networked with this weekend <laughs> and. Uh, they were like, yeah, so, you know, if there's one episode, the question always comes up, like, if there's one episode of your show, which one should, should I listen to? And and I was like, man, I I don't listen to all of our shows back, but it's hard to beat last week's episode, whether you knew, you know, Mike Christopher, you, you even knew, like, I was trying to tell the kid, I was like, yeah, it's like Teddy Christopher's nephew, and he's like... Yeah, and I could tell that he didn't really know who Teddy Christopher was, and I was like, ah, well, you got to listen to this one. Like, that's a must-listen to. The quality uh, of the show when the guest is in studio is just tenfold versus Zoom. You don't have the weird delay. You don't have the audio glitches, and and you have the ability to banter, and it just it's so much better. So shout out Mike for you know making a vacation out of it. So yeah, he, he doesn't look close to here either. He set was... the bar high for any future guests. You know, if you want to be on the show and you live within, uh, I guess I'm just gonna say a hundred mile radius. It's we're probably gonna have to ask you to come in the studio, or else can't be having you. Can't be having you on here. I feel <laughs> like he li- he lives farther away than that, doesn't he? Yo, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Probably, probably yeah. more than hundred miles. He said it was like, what, like four yeah, hours. It was three, yeah. Yeah, three and a half, I think. Yeah, so good for Mike. Yeah, so. we like a Mike. No, uh, I kicked off my weekend on Thursday celebrating my Irish heritage by getting too drunk at a local bar because that's what you're supposed to do on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, wore my all the only green clothing, which is odd because I have a green race car. The only like article of clothing I have that's green is a Boston Celtics jersey that is for sure like a four XL that my mom got at like TJ Maxx for like five bucks. Or a Boston Red Sox green like T-shirt jersey of Pablo Sandoval that I bought because he was number forty-eight back when I was racing super late models. So I bust out that Pablo Sandoval T-shirt jersey once a year every year <laughs> for St. Patrick's Day and wore it to Eric's church. Went there, um, just really partied my ass off until nine thirty, and then went home and went to bed. <laughs> wow, jeez, Bob, seems like you got right after it. Yeah, um, I really didn't, but also kind of did. Um, so took Friday night off just to give the wallet a rest. Um, yeah. Read between the lines here. My bar tabs have doubled lately. Um, so had to give the wallet a rest <laughs> on Friday night. So just hung out, went to the gym. Um, for sure watched three hours of Danny Duncan on YouTube. 
So thanks to uh, Max McLaughlin for uh, pointing out that human's existence because I think I caught up on every single one of his videos he ever has posted on YouTube and laughed my ass off. <laughs> Dude, that, yeah. That shit, I, I don't even know why. Like, I see all those T-shirts all the time everywhere and I'm like didn't I didn't know where just, they came from I had no idea where they came from either I, I probably I want seen <laughs> probably seen his shit but never really uh, registered until we sat in Max's living room watching that shit for like three hours <laughs> Rewatched the one where he beats the piss out all the little yellow buggies <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, <laughs> that guy was so pissed oh, I've uh, lost love it. I've lost so much sleep over this and then they cut to it was like oh, I'll just pay you whatever you lost in revenue yeah that's fine yeah just let me know what I owe you Oh, we we can do that. Yeah, it's fine. I'll, just, I'll literally just pay you whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, we, oh. we good then. We good. It's like yeah, man. Weird. Money makes shit disappear. Having that fuck you money oh, would I just be that. phenomenal. Just blowing up cars and burning fucking shit. Like I'm like, oh man, this is so what I would do if I had a million dollars. What are those <laughs> fries? <I> don't. So. <laughs> what is, yeah, they're it? like chicken, but they're shaped like fries. Those are chicken fries. No, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, he's riding in the bed of a truck that's that's built into a pool. Yeah, they put a tarp, a tarp in the bed of a truck. And he's going through this? the drive through Danny Duncan. He's a, he's, YouTube. He's, he's a YouTuber. He's going through the drive through and he's the one ordering from the pool. Completely, <laughs> obviously, tarps off. He's he's on the tarp uh, in in the bed of a truck. And yeah, the the chicken fries. Do you, do you guys have the fries? They're like they're like chicken, but they're like fries. Uh, uh the chicken fries. No, that's not it. <laughs> then he goes to Taco Bell and he's like reading off the menu. He's like, it's like a, it's like a soft taco in in a hard taco. They're like the Crunchwrap Supreme. He's like, no, nah, that's not it. <laughs> and then he's trying to get. He's, he's clearly to, describing a Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> yeah, he's he's literally reading, like looking at the picture as he's ordering it. And then he he like he's like, what if, what do you guys? You guys got this? And like says something else. The lady's like, yeah, it's it's this. And he's like, no, it's like a soft taco, but it's like in. It's like inside of a hard taco, you know, like the Crunchwrap Supreme, and then eventually after like the twelfth try, he just goes, "That's not it, but we'll, we'll get him a shot." <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's pretty funny. Um, so that was all I did Friday night. Saturday night, what did I do Saturday night? I feel like I got too drunk Saturday night, but that's just a given. I don't even remember. Life's we're in this weird lull where we went racing for a little bit in Florida and some indoor stuff, and now we're really not going any racing uh, for me anyways until I start myself. So. Worked on race cars all day Saturday. Um, oh no, I, I didn't. I went to New Hampshire on Saturday with Rusty. Got some race fuel at uh, Bobby Weber Jr.'s shop. Uh, got some other race car parts for my car. Um, and then Saturday, I think I laid low, just had dinner, and uh, had a couple two tree waters at Cafe Sebago. That's always fun to go to a bar to drink water, but hey, know your limits. Um, then Sunday, worked on race cars all day. Watched um, the Talalanta 500. Got my shit roasted on Twitter for some reason. We'll touch on that later on. I remind me to never tweet about NASCAR ever again because those people are fucking psychopaths. But I think it's fine to tweet about it. Just don't reply to them. I don't. Yeah. I replied. I replied like to one guy because I was still like half hot. Um, like, like I've said on the last show, my new favorite thing is watching NASCAR Pat's Pizza with the sound off. So like, I might have watched about twelve laps total because that was the twelve times I turned around, looked at the TV, like oh that's cool, they're still racing, and then I'd just wait for someone to go hey, oh, and they'd all be wrecking. I don't know. I thought it was a good race, but. Yeah, anytime uh, should never tweet about NASCAR. Anytime NASCAR somewhere someone's Twitter name is like NASCAR man twenty seven, don't 39, ever yeah, give them the yeah. time. Their of day. their picture, their profile pictures usually have Chase Elliott. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's the worst. That one. just happens to. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and so here we are. It feels like that's just a, uh, we're we have we normally record on Mondays, and this is a Tuesday, and I feel like I haven't seen you guys in like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, I don't know. 
I, I feel like it's just because when we since we last saw each other it like there's been no communication at all really no i got some like, snap- typically i got more get, like, snapchats from uh the guy that uh, abducted brad and brought him to atlanta of brad at atlanta than brad sent me of brad at atlanta uh, yeah <laughs> yeah and then, it's something about uh names like that i guess it, atlantic city i don't remember any of it atlanta <laughs> i actually do remember like the the majority of it but when i when i go on vacation it's like i'm not living for the moment i never i'm never really on my phone in no, the sense no, of like no, i sit and my, i wasn't bitching or complaining no no i sit on my phone funny. like at all times at all times and then when i go on vacation it's like ah, i just don't Fuck really need phone. Yeah, it's like, i don't really need to be on my phone you. right now so uh, a couple times like a uh you know, just just had to see what was going on. Obviously, I'd, I'd check Snapchats and get back to people, but it's not nearly as uh as fast. But um, no, yeah, I uh I had myself a weekend. It was a weekend that we uh, that I planned to do with a lot of other people. And well, let's um, have Charlie talk about his weekend because I bet it was less or less yeah. exciting than yours. We'll yeah. save yours for last. Yeah, it wasn't uh it wasn't too crazy. I, I had taken Thursday and Friday off because I had planned on going on this trip that Bradley went on. And I found out like a week or two ago that I had a uh, conference for for work that I had to stay overnight Monday night. So I was like, if I I can't not go to it, so I'd have to fly back Sunday, and that would have defeated the whole purpose of going and watching the cup race and all that stuff. Anyway, so I hung back uh, Thursday, St. Patty's Day, top three favorite holiday for me, the short little redheaded kid that I am. Um, <clears throat> not really thinking. Ended up at you know where Encore. Ever heard of Encore? In Boston, in Boston, casino, yeah. Didn't realize it was in Boston, so it's actually I, in Everett. Well, yeah, you get it. But um, ended up getting Everett yeah, is a suburb of Boston. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, ended up going there and uh, hung out for St. Patrick's Day. Had a time. Uh, ended up at the casino. Did a little bit of slot machine stuff. Um, just weirdly enough, there was an MMA fight in like the the ballroom. So got like, tickets to like that. organized or yeah yeah well oh. yeah <laughs> yeah like there was a cage I don't know if there was, oh, it was okay. supposed to be there but uh, no ended up at an MMA fight on St Patty's Day at Encore uh, so that wasn't planned at all uh, so that was a good time had some good food uh, went on a, a a tour of like the the ships and stuff so that was neat uh, came back Friday didn't really do anything Friday worked on the race car Saturday. Uh, Still picking away at that. There's a couple of dub things left on that, and then I think another day or two solid work, it'll be done. Um, get that ready for the Maine Mariners hockey game on April 1st and have that out uh, on display for that, so that'll be cool to do. Um, Sunday, just kind of vegged out. Didn't really do anything. Hung around the house. and Vagged uh, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's weird because we're always – I feel like we're always on the go, like go, 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 and then – that one day that you have nothing to do, you take full advantage of it. So I did that, sat in my underpants on the couch. and haven't had any of those lately and yeah. don't see myself having any in the near future. Yeah. Well, I, that's that was the thing is that I, I recognized it was probably the last one I was going to have for a while. So <laughs> I uh, for sure just sat in my underpants all day. But uh, that's all right. And uh, kind of like Bobby, I watched I watched Brad and had a little bit of FOMO uh, all weekend. It looks like uh, you're not dead, so that's good. Yeah, and you sound <laughs> a lot better. I uh, no, I I feel and I feel great. And uh, there was a point yesterday where I was sitting at work and I was like, I don't know why, but I feel like I should feel significantly worse than I do. Um, and I guess we'll touch on why. I I think that I like to plan. I don't know. It's some someone that listens has to be some sort of 
cardiologist or some shit that that can explain to me what mental disorder it is to <laughs> schedule over schedule yourself and always have something fucking nuts going on um, just so that you don't kill yourself. Um, and that I think is, uh, the, the situation that I fall into where I scheduled a whole trip. Uh, everyone backed out cause they couldn't make it. And then I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do that still. I'm going to go on a full trip. Uh, flew down to Charlotte on Thursday, St. Patrick's day, figured that, uh, if I was going to go to the Easter bunny on Friday, uh, the Easter bunny 150, that is, uh, the, the St. Patrick's day 150, that is actually, I might as well go down Thursday night. So I worked a full shift on Thursday, Thursday afternoon, jumped on a plane. It was cool. Uh, Derek Neal was actually on my flight, so I was kind of just sitting by myself at the airport with my head down. Actually, had just deleted a whole bag of jalapeno uh, Chex Mix. My my fingers could not have been more red from, from the little spices on there. So I, like, licked all my fingers clean, went to go wipe them off on my, my pants, and Derek walked up and, was, like, tapped me on the shoulder and then went for a handshake didn't even think about the fact that i just oh, lathered my fucking <laughs> so, in a pandemic yeah oh Come yeah on. Right. yeah i know the new variant it's fucking yeah there's another one isn't there now yeah, it's something yeah. I, I was i saw it was a google trending search i didn't read it because i don't give a shit but uh, yeah so jumped on the plane obviously landed and uh looked down at a uber when i first got uh, on on the runway and saw that it was going to be like 90 dollars or something crazy for uh, an uber to stevie john's place which was like 20 22 minutes away or 22 miles away something like that i don't know um it was like it, it was like half an hour yeah uh there was a ton of people there obviously 5 30 p.m uh 5 p.m in, in charlotte so looked up lyft it wasn't too much better so stevie uh said that he'd come pick me up and uh came pick me up i'd obviously supplied the beer stopped at the uh local harris teeter grabbed a pack of mickeys and uh sat out in his garage played pool a little bit we deleted like an aggressive amount of those Michelobes before we even went out to the bars. You get a pregame. Um, well, we, of course, you're hitting and, up the club scene of a city. You yeah. do all your drinking before you get to the city. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had, uh, you know, we, all right, we basically got back to Stevie's place. I think we each deleted like six or seven beers in like an hour. I mean, it wasn't, we weren't there for very long. We played just a game of pool and kind of sat there. I was trying to get everyone that, uh, the Charlotte conglomerate that I that I had met that was down there that I knew could make it out, uh, trying to get them all on the same page, uh, ended up not working out at all. We ended up going out to uh, Pins, uh, had a couple beers or had a beer or whatever, and then we were pretty hungry, went down to the uh, QC, which uh, Charlie's been there before, but that doesn't ring a bell to many people, and uh, ended up just wandering the south end and, uh, yeah, just basically spent the whole night uptown, closed, basically closed the whole place down, went back to Stevie's, uh, passed out, got a good night's sleep, woke up the next morning and, uh, wandered over to Hickory Motor Speedway where we showed up and uh, apparently brought the rain with us because I had no idea that it was supposed to rain. Uh, thought that it was supposed to be sunny all day and, and we were like halfway up there and keep in mind, Stevie is bringing a buddy or so Stevie's buddy's actually driving us. He'd never been to a race before. Apparently he's like a big car guy and Stevie like for years and years and years has been trying to get this kid to come to a race and he just never has made it out. And, uh, so he decides he's going to drive and, um, we're about halfway there, which is like a little over an hour long drive. And they're looking up at the sky. They're like, he, he thinks it's like supposed to rain. And I was like, no, it's no, it's good. I checked. This was like 0%. I checked on like Tuesday. Um, <laughs> Uh, the weather sure, doesn't change. <laughs> for sure looked, and it was like 85% chance of rain from like 4 until 8. And I was like, Ooh, uh, I'm probably just not going to bring that one up. So we show up, and the, the clouds are getting like significantly worse. So we get to the racetrack, and it starts sprinkling. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, we're probably fucked. I uh, went over to the Corliss crew and was talking to some of them. And they were like, yeah, you know, uh, 
uh, I guess they said in the driver's meeting that, you know, if, if it's not looking good or whatever, they're just going to cancel and move everything to Saturday. And I was like, oh, that's real good for me because I have big plans on Saturday. <laughs> um, so luckily it would only last a little bit long, uh, a little bit longer than an hour, I think. And then they got cars on the track and uh, they went racing. They, they scrapped all the heats and stuff. And I don't know how they set the lineup. I didn't really. I think they did an open qualifying in the last practice. Okay. Um, seemed to be in a, a redraw or whatever, something. I don't. Yeah wasn't really paying much attention to that point. It wasn't until I thought it was going to rain. So I was like, well, I'm not buying the pay-per-view just to watch it rain. And then I'm like, well, even if they do scrap it to tomorrow, they're still going to make you buy two days worth of pay-per-view because that's just how that always seems to work. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll buy it anyway. And I just tuned in right after Ryan Ripley tried to decapitate himself. Yeah. He hit the wall so fucking hard getting into one. Was that that turn one deal? Yeah, yeah that looked I, fucking aggressive. Um, I'm next to positive Tyler Church got in the back of him. No, it's hard to tell. There seems to be some discrepancy. I didn't really get to watch a replay other than like a video of someone's Snapchat. Um, yeah, typically when a car goes that hard right that quickly, either a something broke, or b that you got punted. Yeah, and, and, and it, it looked it, like there. It looked to me like there was contact, but yeah, I don't get, know. He hit the wall. A metric fuck ton. Yeah, yeah. I so like I DJ Shaw. It's it's a Shaw car that they had built. DJ sent me a snap Monday morning. I have never seen two by three front clip tubing do what that car did. It didn't break. It didn't bend. It like twisted because oh, it shit. just hit straight on. And uh, it was damn near might as well have been a brand new car. That uh, rest and rip. That's tough. It was no, that, no pun intended. Was that yeah. his first super late model start i think he had dabbled in some last year towards the end of the year um may not have been past racing but i think he ran some wiscasset stuff the ripley's yeah. have been a staple in wiscasset racing for as long as i remember fucking ryan and i used to race was that 14 he, years ago at richmond he was in, he was in go-karts with us yeah, at him richmond, and i, I raced him and i raced together in 2008 when i raced up there and, and i didn't i didn't even know what happened to him you know you just kind of lose touch and then i see him this summer at oxford and he's like six foot eleven like built like a fucking linebacker. Like holy shit, that kid is massive. I was bigger than him when we were kids. I was gonna like, say he was a little sh- little shit when we were yeah, go karts. So must must have been a couple years younger than us. Yeah. But good kid. Uh, you know his, uh, his. I believe it's his uncle's Darren Ripley won a million zillion races at Wiscasset and Pro Stocks over the years. So it's tough to see that they were like loaded for bear, going to run a lot of past stuff this year, I guess, and uh, not an ideal way to start the year. No, typically when you put the motor through the firewall, that's not a good day. So yeah, that was that was about. There was a moment where Stevie, I think. I don't know if I was like looking the wrong way. There was so many cars and so much going on on the racetrack. I, I just happened to like look over, and the only thing that I caught was him nosing it into the wall. And the only thing, the only replay that I saw for a while was that Snapchat video, I believe, that you were talking about. And you could see that when he goes into turn one, he's he's basically you know the rear end's kind of <clears> kicked <throat> out. It looked like, and they looked like they were close enough where Tyler Church got into him. So going into this weekend, Tyler Church's my weapon of the week. So um, until I see otherwise. Until the court proves him innocent, I believe that he is uh, weapon until proven innocent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> weapon until proven innocent is a perfect way to put it. So, so uh, I, I looked up. Fortunately, they uh, that car obviously destroyed, and uh, we ended up seeing them at Iron Thunder. I don't, I don't know who Ryan Titan- Ripley is. Titanium titties. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love that. Well, place. that was that was a little bit later. That was the extracurriculars after oh, we got shit. kicked out of Iron Thunder. But so I uh, walked into Iron Thunder, sat down. Weird, like they 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 gave us last call at like eleven fifteen. We had so many people on the way there. That like, doesn't sound right. There, yeah, there was like 25 people there, and we're like, yeah, we we had just gotten the food menu, the late-night food menu, and put in like three or four things. The lady walked back, came back 30 seconds later, was like, yeah, last call. 
So what are you talking about? We ordered. I I can't (laughs) imagine they have that much business all the time. You'd imagine they'd probably want to stay open a little bit. So well, Well, they probably were dead before the races were over, and they were probably like, "I fuck this," and then didn't realize that race car people were doing things that. We'll we'll go back to the the race cars in a second. Still finish touch up on Friday, but the uh, the whole point of bringing that up was that. I bought the ra- a round for the Ripley crew. I, I assume it was the driver and family or whatever because they were all wearing the same T-shirt. There was like four of them sitting at a table. And so I was like, yeah, I want that table's next round. The lady's like, all right, yeah, cool, cool. That was like right when we first sat down and I ordered a, I ordered a beer or whatever. <clears throat> so the night goes on, whatever, and uh, I'm with uh, Josh Van Winkle. I don't know if you know him, but he, he recognizes the name. Yeah, helps Weeder, races uh, late model and stuff down there. And so uh, I'm sitting there. He actually – where he worked on Byron's car, so congrats to him and team on whatever. But Joe Joe Byron, yeah, Joe Byron, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so uh, the whole night's going on, and we're only there for. I mean, we've been there for probably forty five minutes to an hour, and he just looks over at me. He goes, "Hey, did they not thank you for that round?" And I was like, "Oh, they got it. Yeah, no, I guess not." I was like, "Ah, whatever. You know, like I'm not gonna lose sleep over it." But and we're not here for the thanks. We're yeah. just we're just making good gestures. So I'm sitting there. I go back and and I'm eating. And the lady had just came over and obviously said last round, put our t- food on the table. And she's like, "So how do we want to break up checks?" And we're like, "Oh yeah, we're all separate." And she goes, "So who's getting their round?" Or did you actually? No, she said, "Do you actually want to get their last round?" And I was like, "Yeah, I told you that. Like when we first sat down, it's been like an hour and a half." She's like, "Oh, I just didn't. I didn't know." I was like, I didn't know if you were actually serious. No, I was joking. Because you look like you're poor, so. No. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that supposed yeah. to be? I was joking. I didn't um, think you could actually afford that many beers. So I, I am a joke, but I wasn't joking. So so <laughs> naturally, when she actually told them that I had bought their round, they did they did say thank you or whatever. But I, I, it was just weird at the time, and, and uh, the only reason why I bought them was because he had a, obviously had a rough night at the racetrack. But um, last call came around. We were all bummed out. We're like, fuck, well, you know, whatever. Like, Nobly had just walked in. Dolly was on their way. Like, there's a bunch of race teams filtering in that were all basically getting kicked out because they were like, oh, we're not serving alcohol anymore. So, naturally, everyone leaves. And uh, so, Josh goes up to the bar and gets three pitchers <laughs> of Bud Light. <laughs> like, there's there's four of us total at the table. And one of them is our DD who's like, yeah, I'll just get, like, one mixed drink. So, Stevie, Josh, and I, in a half an hour, maybe – deleted three pitchers of Bud Light on, on top of the beers that we had already gotten for last call. So much liquid bread. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Are you still gassy? No, not really, but if Junior <laughs> sees me, he's going to call me fucking pregnant again. <laughs> that that makes you're definitely fat. It, <laughs> was, it, was, it was brutal. So, uh, yeah, no, ended up at Titanium Titties afterwards. But, um, <laughs> Booby store. Yeah, they were, the, the waitress, our waitress was like, yeah, no, we close it. We're closing at midnight. We've been closing at midnight recently. Like, there's not a lot going on. And I'm like, yeah, you got race teams coming in that aren't even here yet. And she's like, yeah, well, we want to go drinking too. And I was like, well, where are you Get going? Get a drinking? different <laughs> job. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck kind like, of excuse is that? They're like, oh, Come on. we're going to the Playhouse. And I'm like, oh, Guess we're going to the playhouse, boys. So we all went over to the playhouse. She sat with us for a little while, just oh, long enough right. to get us to swindle. At least she was nice <laughs> enough to tell us where the next place was. <laughs> yeah, just long enough to, to swindle, uh, I don't even know who, Stevie or someone, into buying her drinks. And uh, 
It wasn't me. That's hey, all I know. Hey, this girl likes you. Buy her a couple drinks. And, <laughs> yeah. And uh, then, yeah, then she fucked off, and we didn't get her name. We'll never talk to her ever again. And uh, so yeah. that was cool. That's just kind of how the cookie crumbles. But, uh, yeah, there, there also was other stuff that happened, a lot of other carnage that happened in that Friday night race at Hickory. Yeah, Friday night was an absolute slugfest. Did you watch it, Charlie, at all? I saw the updates as they were happening. I know that they wadded a lot of shit up and wrecked a lot of race cars for knowing that it was going to be a two-day show when you were racing yeah. the next day. So it seemed Very like it was an aggressive night. Very entertaining race for the win. You had Ryan Moore, Cole Butcher, Garrett Hall. Brandon Barker was in the mix towards the end. I didn't take a ton of extensive notes. I was uh, training for the Tour de France while watching it on my phone, so it's kind of tough to focus. But uh, Ryan Moore comes away with the win. Um, just punted Cole Butcher out of the way. Um, but they were racing hard. He got Cole Squirrely off the two-turn and dragged him down the backstretch, and DJ Shaw was actually third. And DJ had... Probably one of the best cars. He, he looked like he was just riding, biding his time. Um, DJ's always good down there. Yeah, a few years ago he had the Easter Bunny one, and Tyler Church just punted him on the last lap, I think. Or maybe I got that backwards. Maybe he punted Tyler Church. I know, well, DJ won one of them. Okay, so that year, was the one. Yeah. He, he punted Tyler Church. So either way, DJ's always good. That was my point. Is He's always good at Hickory, and he looked like he was biding his time, and he had a run underneath Butcher down the backstretch, and, and I've raced with Cole. I like Cole a lot. He's a very good race car driver, very clean, and uh, – very talented. Cole just disregarded that DJ was existing underneath <laughs> him and ran DJ across the apron, and DJ lost it and spun himself out. I, I'm shocked almost that DJ was took himself out and didn't just take the 53 out, um, which I would have done, you would have done, Brad would have done. If, I mean, you're, to the guy's door, and Butcher just was. You could tell Butcher was just laser focused on getting back to the 74. Rightfully so. I've done the same thing before, where you just kind of lose sight of what's going on around you and he took tj out took dj out of contention for the win he spun out that was probably with like 15 to go yeah yeah it looked like dj probably was going to win that race uh after ryan moore at least got under him um and then yeah like you said dj had a really good long run car ryan had the short run speed for sure which um after that caution it was just a myriad of yellows to end the race um garrett hall got in the mix um him and barker were beating and banging off each other. Barker used him up pretty good off the backstretch, got him into the backstretch wall at one point, and then Barker ended up turned around um, on the backstretch and got the nose cleaned out by somebody, uh, Travis Benjamin or Isaac Bevins. One of the seven cars, I think, might have got into him. I don't even remember. I don't know. Yeah, he he got he was uh, also a casualty of Cole Butcher. And I don't know. The, I was sitting next to Josh, who is a, a worker for Donnie Wilson, so he's obviously cheering for the 53, and I'm, I'm cheering for Barker at this point. So I'm like, come on, like – like, is that what happened? Cole got into yeah, yeah, going yeah. going through one and two. Cole yeah. just complete disregard for yeah. anyone in front, and and rightfully, I guess Cole was the faster car for sure. Um, obviously, he would led so many laps that that night. I think that Cole, and, and Cole was and DJ, he was obviously frustrated with the way that the seventy four had raced him. I think, but yeah, Cole Cole and DJ had had the wires crossed. Uh, uh, not the wires crossed. Cole, Cole and DJ had the race won. One of those two drivers, and then Cole's wires just crossed after he uh, he hung a left into DJ, and then uh, drove straight through Barker, spun him out coming out of two, and um, never was able to make it back to Ryan Moore. But I was sitting there at one point. I looked over, and I don't know that. Uh, I, I don't know how it came up in context, but I was like, yeah, I've never seen Cole Butcher race dirty ever. No, really. he's he's always um, been very clean, and which is kind of goes against the stereotype that us main guys gave the Canadian guys. You know, there's always a uh, fucking Canadian guys are out of control, which nine times out of ten they were. Um, but Cole was always was also very good. But I feel, uh, like, I feel like Cole's always usually the where the hell did he come from type of like. 
Yeah, nobody he, he's really. He's always just kind of picking his way up through, picking his way yeah, up through. Then, had, like ten to go, you're like, oh shit, the red cars in the top five. He's been very fast. He's he's got podiums at Oxford. Um, has run well in the 250s. Run well in the Snowball Derby. Like does a really good job. He's a very smart, methodical racer. But definitely looked like he put his helmet on backwards for the last ten laps <laughs> of the race on Friday night. Uh, no, yeah, that'll happen on the bigger job. He's fun to watch, and he's he's a lot of fun to cheer for down at the Snowball Derby because he's definitely one yeah, of our and he's contingent a local guy, and, and and he's a good kid. I've I've talked to him a bunch. Um, Kevin Nobley works for him sometimes, but um, so yeah, Ryan Moore ends up taking the win. Cole was second. Joey Pole, his first start with Richard Moody Racing, takes home third. Um, and then you could Weird. see. <laughs> nothing against the rest of these names I'm about to read off, but this tells you the attrition rate. You know, Gabe Brown and Austin McDonald round out the top five. They were never even close to the top five all night. They were eighth and ninth place cars. So they were beating the fuck out of each other. It was entertaining, but they end up fourth and fifth. Trayton Lapsovich was sixth. Who? I've never heard of that kid yeah. ever. He's um, probably never heard of us either, so I guess. Garrett Hall, seventh. DJ was eighth. Tyler Church and Kyle DeSouza round out the top ten. That was really it, you know, w- for lead lap cars. But The the fact that I looked down at the, the finishing results at the end of the race and, like, on the way home, and I'm like, there is no way that Tyler Church finished ninth. And, like, thinking back to it, yeah, yeah there's a lot of cars that were a, t- a lap down and stuff. Two or three times in the least, second half yeah. of the race. Like, Eddie McDonald ended up 12th back on the lead lap. He was, like, god-awful, and he got abused on his way to the back, too. <laughs> yeah. He, the, the handling fell off on that thing big time. and Yeah, he got hit by everyone in the uncle. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very typical of Eddie either, though. No. No, and Eddie's really. a hard racer, and, and uh, he made it hard for a couple guys to get by, and they made it a lot easier. But... <laughs> I get by with contact. I did feel good, however, that uh, that night, though, because Stevie goes, hey, who's your pick to win this? And I was like, obviously, Derek Griffith. And then I looked down, and I'm like, You got tore up pretty early. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I, I believe, I, I think 74 is going to be pretty good. He was starting somewhat up front. I think he was starting in the top five or, I don't know, maybe maybe he's even closer to the front than that. Maybe he's the top three. But I was like, yeah, I think the 74 is going to be pretty good. He races down here quite a bit. And uh, so, yeah, obviously goes out there and wins. I've been on a little bit of a heater with uh, picking people to win, which is super cool because all the people that I've picked to win, I've, I've had zero dollars on. So um, that's yeah, a lot fade, of fun. Fade Brad only counts when there's real money on the line. Yeah, yeah. Fade, hashtag Fade Brad was the start of my gambling heater that didn't include gambling. It's just selection. So, um, yeah, I mean, fuck me, I guess. I'd rather not. Yeah. No. Thanks. Um, yeah, 30, 30, <laughs> 34 cars started. Um, our friend of the program, Jason Corliss, only made it 50 laps. Uh, Derek Griffith only made 74. Um, tough break for those guys. John Peters was racing. It was good to see him out there, but he didn't really have that great of a weekend. It didn't seem like he was pretty tore up. Wyatt Alexander, same thing, multiple laps down in 22nd. After blowing a motor on Thursday, they stayed all night. Actually blew a motor, not not puked because of drunkenness. <laughs> I um, love how we have to specify yeah. that. <laughs> um, so he was back in the pack. Um, yeah, so I think that's pretty much covers Friday. They had legend cars and street stonks. The street stonks were hilarious, uh, only in the fact that the, there was two cars there that were way had the field crushed speed wise. And I weren't even really paying attention. I was making dinner, fucking off doing laundry. And, and one dude, buddy absolutely cleaned out the other dude, buddy. And, and, um, it was number 48, number seven. Dude I don't buddy. know. I don't know the names. I don't know. Forgive my ignorance. That seven car was a pretty looking NAS, NAS, NAS Very stock. nice. Gen two but, Camaros. Like they all, the, the, the gen two Camaros were fucking 
hooked up. And this number seven buddy was the one that got cleaned out. Dude buddy. So he starts in the back. There's like 15, 20 dude, cars. Dude um, buddy just came off. I don't off. know why, but that just fucking tickled my funny bone for some fucking reason. Well, buddy dude in the 48 cleaned out dude <laughs> buddy. <laughs> <in the laughs> seven. It was a dude buddy. Uh, what about Cuzzy Pal? Was he in there yeah. as well? Yeah. yeah Cuzzy, Cuzzy Pal was crashing into shit. Yeah. Uh, they, were, they did tear up a lot of shit for that minimal amount of cars. So, dude, buddy in the seven is he gets to second. And he's about a straightaway behind buddy dude in the forty-eight, and it's like, oh, is dude buddy gonna catch him? Um, and he does, but he doesn't quite get to him. He can't quite get in there to lay a fender on him at the end. So the race ends, and buddy dude, they're interviewing him. You know, he wins the race, and oh, I just I don't know what happened. You know, but uh, dude, buddy just checked up. <laughs> Still got a purpose now. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. Spun, spun. Anyway, spun. I know out, exactly and, what you're talking about. And so, dude, buddy gets he's like. Yeah, I don't know. He just cleaned me out, you know. If if I didn't like him so much, I'd have, I'd have junked his shit. But I oh, I'd have never been able to live with it if I you know if he got hurt. But I'm telling you, man, we we talk on the phone once a week and we're good friends. And he just fucking cleaned me out. And I'm like, I am all in on the street stock guy swearing <laughs> on the loudspeaker. Like I love that shit. Fuck yeah, street stonks. <laughs> yeah. So S T R E T E stonks. So. Yeah, so Dude Buddy had the field covered. They Buddy like, Dude was pretty good. Yeah, like you said, they those two cars had what pulled away. What happened to Cuzzy Pal? Now I'm confused. Yeah, Cuzzy Pal was a fucking non that race for sure. <laughs> dude Buddy, Dude Buddy had the race won. Uh, Buddy Dude in the 48 came off of uh, came off a of turn two, cleaned him out. But but Dude Buddy did a full 360 and saved it. And you could tell that that Buddy Dude was like gonna give him the spot back because he just fucking locked the brakes up going down the back shoot and then they threw the yellow so i was i had my back too when this all happened so i didn't actually see it but one of the things that dude buddy was bitching about in victory lane was i didn't even fucking stop and they threw the caution and put me to the back what the hell you know how many fucking times is that like he this guy went on a kevin durant in victory lane for a long time (laughs) oh yeah yeah i know no dude buddy for sure did a full 360 got it pointed back in the right direction got in the gas and and buddy dude had let off to let him take the lead back and they they threw the yellow which then then they sent him yeah cost him yeah 15 spots yeah no send, send him to the yeah. back he worked it was fun as hell to watch him work his way right, up he, to the front yeah, he was and motivated. he was gonna he was gonna catch him until like four to go he came off a of four one time and got the thing crossed up and lost all of his momentum or he yeah. or he had that guy he was gonna fucking I assume, junk him. i assume dude buddy won the second night i actually have no idea yeah i have no Saturday idea in the street stomp, yeah i didn't i didn't I, all a, i know is that tanner woodard <laughs> didn't win and that's all i was paying attention to tough break there was a small gaggle of legends cores um I don't know who the kid that won both nights was fast as fuck. Like he obviously must be fast because Luke LeBron didn't win. So yeah, Luke that was no. down there racing. Um, yes, I think that pretty much covers Friday night at Hickory. Yeah, I mean Hickory. all the only other thing that I did was so we closed down Iron Thunder, went over, closed down the Playhouse, and uh, then for sure, I think they I think they closed it at three. Got back. I, the only sleep that I got was I slept for about 35, 40 minutes in the car back to Stevie's, woke up it, at <clears> Stevie's, walked into his place, and one of his roommates was for sure sitting there watching Put Ted. it out. <laughs> it's, it's now... <laughs> it's It's three... It's at least 3.45 in the morning, and one of his roommates is watching Ted, and I, like, I see Stevie open the door, and I'm like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Because the first thing going through my mind was that it, the couch is where I was sleeping. I'm like, I'm going to walk straight through the door. I'm going straight to bed, and I, I gotta be up at 5. It's 3.45. I gotta be up 4 or 5, actually. I gotta be ready for 5. So I'm like, alright, you know, I'm going straight to bed. Walk in, watching Ted sit down in, like, the chair or whatever, and we're still watching Ted, and I'm just, like, looking over, like, 
who watches Ted at 4 a.m.? And the kid eventually is like, oh, I'm pretty tired. I think I'm going to go to bed. And I'm like, well, get out, out of my bed then. <laughs> Thank you. He goes to bed. <laughs> he goes to bed. I lay down. I passed out fucking immediately. Alarm set for 445. Fell asleep for 40 minutes. Uh, woke up. Scrubbed my nuts in the sink. Um not really. Uh, just basically, <laughs> just basically. That Stevie appreciates. That. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, just bird wash your balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It takes like the sink head <laughs> off. <laughs> you just in the middle of the, in the middle of the kitchen. The, the dish thing. Can you imagine the fucking deal? Just fucking. Can you imagine the position you'd have to be in to baby bird your balls in the sink? <laughs> wow. Just fucking sitting there. Mine don't, <laughs> don't hang that low. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, your ass is just right over the handle. Bag the sink. Yeah. Um, um, so now I walk in from behind. You're fucking second grading it with your pants. <laughs> you're trying to fucking dunk your balls Oof. in the sink. <laughs> so I wake up, brush my teeth, like basically threw water on my face, got changed, put some deodorant on, was like, let's go, ready to go to Atlanta. So this feller, Brian, I assume Han is the last way. Uh, how that's say how, his last that's name. how I'd pronounce H A H. So if you guys remember correctly. <laughs> Over and over again, I, uh, well, you never know. The fucking. It was funny because I the, got a. The snap. A might be silent, so it might be. That'd be. Oh, yeah. I woke up. Do you know who loves that? Do you know who loves that? Smitty. Does he? Loves it. Hmm. <laughs> you just cringed. Now you got to sure put, put the explicit label on this uh, episode. <laughs> no, the explicit label has never not been on one of our episodes. <laughs> I woke up Saturday morning to a snap from Brian, like him fucking jazzed up ready to go fucking Atlanta bound and then I also woke up from one of Brad of a selfie with a blank look going I have to be awake in 40 minutes or I or I got a solid 40 minutes of sleep and I was like one of these dudes is so excited and the other is Brad yeah not excited <laughs> so I, I'm actually like getting into being impressed with myself the way that I plan so we walked into sheets uh, before Hickory and I got two A-shocks for sure but on the A-shock train until the rep calls me back to sponsor the show or at least give us product um, I will continue to do so, and I'll give him another about 10 more minutes before <laughs> I stop drinking A-Shock. Great product, um, but just want him to sponsor the show. Had a great conversation with him in Daytona. Thought that would happen by now. Was a nice um, Wicked nice guy. Yeah, gave me his card, told great me to, to hit him up, and the, his like local distributor for us was in Pennsylvania, and he was going to give me his number, and I'm like, fuck yeah. Um, whatever. So I got a couple A-Shocks, crushed a couple of those in the car. But So going back on the, the ride itself, I'd been saying on the podcast, if anyone's going from Charlotte to Atlanta, I need a ride. Um, and the only options were basically Christian Espinoza uh, was the only one that said that I could go with them. And they were going on Friday. Well, I really wanted to go to the Easter Bunny. So I'm like, ah, shit. Like, I'd love to, but I'm going to, you know, I'll take up Brian. <laughs> yeah, which Brian, um, had re- did we talk about on last week's show? I don't all? think so. Oh, Brian reached out to me and was like, hey, which one of y'all needs a ride to... Um, Atlanta from Hickory. I was like, well, it's Brad. Um, so reach out to him. And uh, so I told Brad about it. And then I don't know. I think, Brad, you had said that you would stop at the store and grab a knife just in case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just in case shit got sideways. Yeah. No, I didn't. But it definitely... seems like you didn't need a knife. Seems like Brian was a nice fellow, one of the guys. Um, apparently knows Noah as well. Yeah. Uh, which is, I'm going to assume how he discovered this show because we didn't have any other mutual followers on Instagram other than Noah. I don't know. He which typically someone that listens to the show would probably follow more than one person mutually with us, I would assume, would but maybe so. not. I asked him at one point how he started listening, if he started listening because of Noah, and he said that he'd been listening for a while and it wasn't because of Noah. Oh, it that's wasn't cool. one of the Noah episodes. Must so. have been one of the four million stickers that we littered <laughs> yeah. somewhere around the yeah. planet. No, so that was, that was definitely pretty cool. But yeah, we were sitting there, and I guess he knows Noah because of like a, like a, oh my, 
almost a road rage incident like that didn't <laughs> didn't really involve noah it was more or less some dude driving like a dipshit and then no he somehow rolled up to the same stoplight next to noah and no one was telling him to roll the window down and he was like like just they were just talking about how like erratic the guy was driving for the most part but it was it was funny it was the most <laughs> noah gregson is friends with this guy's story i've oh, ever yeah. heard <laughs> uh that just seems like i don't know that's almost how we met noah was just basically became friends with them spur of the moment just random shit but um makes sense very on brand yeah so we get in, a, get in the car and really just shot the shit the entire way to atlanta um didn't ever stop and it's probably good that we didn't because i would have for sure fallen asleep but um crushed both a shocks on the way got to atlanta and i was like surprisingly fine like awake perfectly fine the entire day entire night wasn't gassed which is crazy because 40 minutes of sleep usually i'm fucking useless but um yeah got to atlanta got got the uh garage passes it's amazing with those things what you can do um so there's like a reserve parking spot or a space right behind like the Atlanta Motor Speedway, like right there. And um it said reserve parking and everyone had a QR code that they were getting scanned, which they, they sell them at like online at before race weekends. Well, I'm like, hey, just pull in there and just see, you know, see if see if we're good. He he just flashed it for a second. They're like, Yep. And we're like, okay, I guess we're good. So we pulled in and then the kid that like was uh actually scanning the QR codes goes, ah, uh, and he goes, yeah, no, she said that we were good. And he's like, oh, you're good then. And just waved us in. So we had confidence. front row parking. Just gotta have confidence. <laughs> front row parking <laughs> at Atlanta. So uh, took the tram over, went down the infield, and uh, watched the first laps at uh, Talalanta. Went over. Actually, first thing that we did was we walked straight in, and the trucks were already parked on the grid. And uh, walked up to uh, Ryan and his wife there having a conversation with some feller that was definitely more important than me. And uh priest noticed me from from afar and just like threw his hands up and was just shaking his head laughing and i'm like yep that's was he running the truck race yeah that's i was like that's basically how i feel he's like what the hell are you doing here uh <laughs> and i'm like yeah i took a wrong turn to maine and just kind of ended up here so uh yeah, i tried to sit with him for a while and uh then watched the truck practice watched the xfinity practice uh, obviously went over and talked to noah hung out with them for a while um later in the day hung out with uh Basically, all the friends of the program, that was pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I went over and, and saw Thad Moffitt, Jack Wood, Carson Osavar, all of them. And uh, just really just chilled in the garage for the whole day until uh, the races started. Made our way up to the grandstands, which is phenomenal because the, the front gate, so basically where we were parked, the car, there's a pedestrian tunnel that gets you, obviously, into the infield. Well, we walked up there, and the guy's like, those aren't good passes. What are you talking about? He's like, those aren't good passes. Those are those are for Sunday. They say Sunday right on them, and and in, in my mind, I look down and I'm like, nah, he's right. Yeah, shit. Uh, Brian <laughs> goes, they're good anytime the Cup cars are on the track. The Cup cars are going onto the track right now. They're good today as well. And the guy goes, no, that's not how that works. And Brian's like, yeah, no, yeah, it is. This is not the first time I've had these passes. I was like, yeah, I've had these passes like a handful of times, and they've always been fine. Yeah, they actually let me take the green in, Daytona, <laughs> yeah. in, a, in a duel. So yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was go a, fuck yourself. Buddy. It was a start and park, but fucking pick one and suck it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Basically, the guy was giving us a bunch of grief, and so that was my first like, uh, we're not gonna be able to bring these into the grandstands because they say right on them, no grandstand admission, and that makes sense because they obviously sell the fucking tickets. Atlanta's a big enough place. I'm like, at least Saturday we're good. Uh, Sunday's probably gonna. Fuck can sell out so might have to buy a ticket there but we're gonna try it anyway so <clears throat> made our way into the infield in a different different location on saturday <clears throat> and uh and then walked right back up the pedestrian tunnel no one checked fucking anything and we were perfectly fine so um, well, if, it, if it's anything like daytona there's no um 
there's no rhyme or reason to wh- and whatever the gay person does. And there's not many humans that take their responsibilities seriously. N- no. In that position, no. And if you're the person that does take your job too seriously, we're not friends anyway. The 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 th- amazing thing about NASCAR races is, for the most part, all of the workers I feel like are people that volunteered yesterday. And no one like really knows what the fuck they're doing either. Yeah, you get a so, you get a free event T-shirt, a free security jacket, yeah. and like a snack when the race is over, yeah, and a fucking seventeen yeah. percent off food voucher <laughs> off what's left <laughs> after <Yeah>. the races. <laughs> um, but no, I just went over watched the races. The from what I can remember, uh, there there was quite a bit of beer deletion on Saturday and in things the grandstand. Got a little blurry. Yeah, well, saying. so <laughs> they did, but. We didn't even so we everyone had brought beer. I didn't get to bring beer because the gas station we stopped at it was like seven o'clock in the morning, and I was like, I just can't rightfully buy a case right now. Um, not even sure if that was legal, but didn't want to even get into an interaction with someone to figure that out. So I was like, I'll just get beer a little closer to the racetrack. Well, then we end up in the racetrack, and basically whatever ends up being the green flag of the truck race. I'm like, I'll just grab beer, whatever. I'll buy beer here. So I walk over and uh, grab a couple of Mickey's, and they're they're seven fifty a beer. I'm like, that's pretty fucking terrible, but I've definitely seen worse. So whatever. Uh, had a couple of those, and then re- quickly realized that they were selling like some fucking bold rock or whatever. Like it was basically like a Mike's Hard in a fucking can. It was it Oof. not. They weren't as like bad as Mike's Hard. Your poor stomach. But Oof. they were they were Pictures something. Pictures of Bud Light. I fucking, knock off Mike's Hard lemonades. I I absolutely despise despise lemonade i think lemonade is the grossest fucking drink quite of foul, all yes. time so but then i go over there and obviously have to make a business decision am i going to keep spending seven dollars on Michelob's that are four point fucking whatever percent or am i going to get the 8.9 percent fucking bold rock hard lemonade i'm like you know that what is, uh, i'm going to get two of those for the same fucking price i'm going to get doubles drunk so much better alcohol per dollar ratio a hundred percent yeah it's like that or, it's like that orange <laughs> sticker in the top of the fucking yellow one at the grocery stores the unit price i was like that see uh my mom taught me well yeah uh, can you tell i grew up poor so um yeah started drinking those gas bunch of those watched the races truck race was was pretty all right i mean it was the first first time that they had the pack on the track so it was cool um something different obviously but friend of the program Derek nealon takes down a win as a spotter with, yeah with Corey heim yeah that was pretty much the only good thing about the truck race and that's um, the only good thing about Corey heim winning that race. is also the only good thing about Corey heim winning race correct bob thank you um i'm glad that you said that because i didn't want to be negative about it at this juncture but i'll say it, i don't give a fuck i <laughs> could not describe that kid has never done anything in a race car that I really liked up until winning a truck race for Derek. I cannot describe how fucking angry I was that John Hunter Nemechek was running third and blocking everyone else. See, I didn't watch the truck race, um, I, and I'd seen some scuttlebutt on the internet about John Hunter, but for sure, I listen to door bumper clear today and they shit all over him for it it was fantastic sounded like he was being a dummy well i i assume it was some home cooking and some a little bit of you know there's there's other kbm trucks up there it was but you fucked you helped a kbm truck fuck over a kbm truck yeah (laughs) yeah no with your kbm truck yeah (laughs) like i've i don't even know the last time i've seen someone do that like it, but, usually it's fuck it's pretty straight if you're running if you're a lap down you're not going to be running second well, that was on the one track of the things that bubba said or not bubba freddie said with bubba at daytona they were la- they were trapped a lap down and it was like hey help the 11 car at all costs but even they knew like okay last lap bailout like galloway yeah let these guys race like for what it. the fuck it was business decision wise though if you're kyle bush you now yeah, have, i don't give you a now shit. have two trucks locked into the playoffs or whatever you want to call it but 
other than that, you really probably thought, shouldn't be doing that. I thought that was the biggest scumbag move. And we're all in the grandstands, and, and everyone around us is basically on the same page. Like, what the fuck is just, that? Because yeah, I've never, I've, I've been a driver longer than I've been an owner, and driver etiquette for me says, hey, you're locked down. You get the fuck out of the way. He's, he's running, and he's pushing Corey Heim. And Chandler Smith is getting a run from, I, I don't know, Ben Rhodes, Ty Majeski. They're both up there. One of the two, whatever. And then he, he dives down, like pushes Corey Heim up to the lead, dives down and blocks Chandler, and then goes up and blocks Ben Rhodes, or vice versa, one of the two. And I'm like, we're, we're all sitting there like, what the fuck are you doing? You're literally ruining the whole product of the race because standing there, coming to two to three, two to go, you're like, this is going to be a phenomenal finish. This is exactly what NASCAR wanted when they repaved Atlanta into a super speedway. You're getting super speedway racing in, in its prime. This is going to be f- like, they're, they're double file. They're running side by side for a while, and John Hernimacek was running third or fourth in that second line. You're like, this is going to be awesome. I cannot wait to watch this finish. And then fucking they take the white flag, and he blocks everyone else on the racetrack, and Corey Heim just drives off to the win. It's like, what the fuck was that? Like, I've never seen a lap car dictate the finish that fucking badly, at least personally at the racetrack, and I was just so fucking mad. And I wasn't even nearly drunk enough to, like, not give a shit. Like, I was, at that point, I was still pretty sober. It was hot as hell, and I'd only had Mickey's. But, I mean, dude, that was, that was my grinds, my gears, and it couldn't have chapped my ass more. A new segment, what chaps your ass? <laughs> <laughs> to go along with grabs or grinds my gears. What grabs your ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of a bullshit move. Like, <clears throat> as Kyle Busch is your owner, I guess it's cool. Like, you guaranteed that one of your trucks was going to win the race because, you know, there's no guarantee that those two, you know, don't end up wrecked or somebody else steals the win. But as a driver, oh, like, Chandler Smith should have just fucking spun, I him, loved, spun him out. I would have loved for one of them to hook him into another KBM truck and just make <laughs> it so fucking, like, not even on purpose. Was he, just, like, he was only one lap down, though, right? No, I think he was two laps down. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, if he's one, then maybe uh, if yeah, you're saying it was, for the lucky dog. I think it was multiple. But then that's the that's the whole thing that Freddie was talking about. Bail out with fucking one to go. You're not going to get your lap back. And you're not going to really lose anything. I mean, there's probably a couple guys in the back of the field. But but also, if he bails out just one to go, then you leave a giant hole behind whoever you're pushing, and then he's fucked regardless. So he has no nobody to push him. Yeah, yeah, but it, the, if when that person's Corey Heim, no one really cares other than Corey Heim and Derek Nealon. And Kyle Busch. Well, and Kyle Busch. And probably Corey Heim's like mom or something. But uh, yeah, <laughs> She no. probably wants her son to be safe. <laughs> truck, truck race truck race was uh, was probably the worst race of the weekend, actually, which is not usual. I love watching the trucks. I love watching Xfinity. Cup is very hit or, has always been very hit or miss. Um, going into the Xfinity race, obviously, I was pretty excited about that. Uh, I have, have a handful of buddies uh, in the field obviously and obviously noah was yeah. really good super speedway racer this is so. the official podcast of joe graf jr fans <laughs> yes yeah um so we we uh yeah joe graf jr uh noah gregson and uh brandon brown and bailey curry and yeah so we have a we have a whole conglomerate of pals that are racing the xfinity series so we uh obviously went down on the grid that was pretty cool um how the brandon brown how meeting brandon brown started was um basically we walked over to Noah's uh, garage stall, whatever, which it, where his whole conglomerate of friends that have now become our friends, I guess, um, where we're standing, and Noah's mom and uh, family and stuff. So then they all start going over to the driver towards the driver intro stage, and that was obviously their plan. Well, they all have hard cards, um, so they can basically drive one of the cars if they so very well please. We have VIP passes that we're very clearly like not supposed. It's not no grid access. You're not supposed to walk cross pit road. You're not supposed to even go to pit road. There's well, we're security one, guys. We're one for one on that already. <laughs> there's 
Two for two. Well, so, I was going <laughs> to let you get to that point. So I was just preceding your story. So, I know how the story ends. So we're all like, we've been shooting the shit with these people for quite a while now. So we're like, all right, you know, let's, uh, we'll all go to the, we'll all go to the grid. We'll walk past the grid, go right to driver intro stage, whatever. And, uh, you know, see what's good over there. So we're all, we're approaching the, the pit or the garage entry from the pits, which is where the security guys are standing. Well, you can tell they're very preoccupied. Like they're talking to other people and, and, you know, telling other people they're not supposed to be there. So basically I'm just like, if I just stand conveniently behind Jill Gregson and Christian Espinoza and Cutter Love, who all have hard cards, I will probably be pretty all right here. So I just walk up, keep walking. Like I'm, Obviously, with them, and just no one whistling a little too. No one looking said. At the sky. No one said a fucking word to me. Obviously, so I walked over with Brian, and at this point, uh, TTMG had showed up, and Josh Carey, and um, so we all had VIP passes. Um, we were all very important people, but we weren't as imp- we weren't supposed to be as important as we were becoming. So you were very important, but you weren't hard. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> so um, we are walking across the grass. And I see Mamba Smith, and I had already seen Mamba uh, earlier in the uh, the day, I believe. Uh, he was standing on top of the track house hauler or something like that, and uh, he's like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing here?" He's like, "You you left your brother at home," and I'm like, "Yeah, my brother. I don't even know what my brother's doing. He, he was supposed <laughs> to come down here, but uh, no, he didn't show up." And so, whatever, we're walking across the grass, and I'm shooting the shit with Mamba again. And he Charlie's walks- your brother. Yeah, he walks. He, he walks right up to. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Bob. <laughs> Facts by Bobby. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it was it was basically just because Ryan Blaney wasn't running the truck race, so my brother was probably still at home. But um, no, so I walk over and Mamba walks right up to Brandon Brown, <clears throat> and uh, I I don't know. Okay, so no, I got it wrong. So I had already seen Mamba throughout the day, but Mamba was just standing next to Brandon Brown talking. And I had walked across the grass and then I had already networked with the people that I was with. And I was like, these people are important. If I talk to them, I won't get kicked out. So I walk over to Mamba and I'm like, fuck, man, <clears throat> I think I, uh, I think I stepped in something in the porta shitter. And <laughs> he goes, oh, man, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, nah, I just stepped in a little bit of mud, I think. And uh, my, the whole front of my shoes, the whole front of my white vans were caked in like Play-Doh, like baby shit looking. Like, it was bad. It was no. bad, bad. And key. So, <laughs> so all of a sudden we're standing there and Brandon Brown just looks down and he goes, man, you got those dookie shoes. <laughs> and so for the rest of the day. So that's where that came from. So yeah, that's, that's, how, that's where that came from. So I was standing there, whatever, talking, shooting the shit with Brandon Brown for a while and, and Mamba and uh, so the Xfinity race goes on it was pretty cool uh, we were walking across back to the car with Noah uh, before the race started I guess and uh, he was he was telling his PR lady he's like yeah yeah uh, the, let them up on top of the pit box and I'm like fuck geez alright yeah, I'll make some calls for you bud and uh, <laughs> three tires <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're just changing the right rear um Leave and, uh, the left rear on. <laughs> yeah, put two right fronts on. <laughs> We're going to do a six-tower stop, uh, only half a can of gas. <laughs> so, uh, Guys, how am I doing the screw chief? Right? <laughs> Did I nail it? So we're walking over, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, shit, they're doing like – they're about to do the national anthem. So there was a pic- couple pictures that ended up on the VFP story. We're just standing – like we were just standing with Noah, but then I was like, I feel like I'm going to get kicked out if I – keep standing here so backed up a little bit farther with his crew and stuff so standing there on pit road before the xfinity race xfinity race goes green and uh we went back and we watched the first handful of laps almost the first stage 
um, about three quarters of the first stage from Noah's pit. Watched the pit stop happen, but uh, then sponsors showed up, and you're never going to believe this, but sponsors are more important than us. So we um, didn't end up on the pit box, stood there um, with everyone for a while, and made our way up to the grandstands. Watched that race. Uh, went back and watched the highlights of all these races because, um, like I said, uh, switched over to the 8.9 percenters or whatever, and uh, don't it, – it's hard to – in any race to remember exactly what happened, but, um, just sucked was, uh, was obviously pulling for Noah. He was doing really well. Uh, led every lap in the first stage, except for the last one. And, uh, got caught up in a wreck, made his way back. And, uh, then got caught up into another wreck. I think he was running, uh, six or seven. Yeah, that so. was one of my notes I put is, uh, Trevor Bain tried to bankrupt junior motorsports. He, yeah. cleaned, he cleaned out the whole shop in one wreck. <laughs> Yep. Well, I don't think he got Sam Mayer, but he got for sure got Al Geyer, Barry, and Noah all in the same wreck. Yeah, so. and I believe Sam Mayer had already had some damage, at least. So he, uh, I hate to see that. They they wrecked a lot of shit, for sure. Um, and uh, ended up, I don't know how how much of the last the last little bit of the race we were watching, but we were watching from... Atlanta has this really really cool thing, like right out of four, it is they're going into uh, the tri-oval, where they, they have like a bar set up with just like, you know, obviously fucking tables for people to sit there and eat, but no one really was really up there. Everyone was kind of just standing around. They had like these cool fire pits behind you and then a big ass bar, um, on the other side. So one of the yellows came out and, um, Noah wasn't, I don't think, I think this is after Noah wrecked the second time. And we're up there with, with, uh, Jilly, Noah's mom. And, uh, Jilly goes, yeah, I'm going to go grab a drink. Like, all right. So we walk over and I'm like, yeah, uh, can I get a Jack sour? And the guy's like, we don't have anything to make, uh, Jack Sour and I'm like oh shit you don't have Jack he's like well we have Jack we don't have the Sour Mix I'm like oh fuck well I was just kind of hoping that you had the, the Jack and the Sour Mix but didn't have the right stuff you know um, like, like the last guy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> like the last guy that tried um, but then so at one point I think it was just Jill Christian and I and uh, Jill like waved her card she was like I got whatever you want and I was like alright and I was like um, I guess I'll just get a Jack and Coke then and he's like single or double and I was like single triple and Jill goes no get him a double <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> perfect. So we end up watching the rest of the race up there. Obviously, we were all kind of chill, uh, cheering for Riley Herbst. Um, and uh, gave a nice big proverbial fuck you to Wyatt uh, with an M. Snyder on that last restart. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty um, men. Yeah, so we we were like they're obviously from Vegas, and uh, Noah's really good friends with Riley. We've actually met Riley at a Mexican eatery uh, the, about, <laughs> about five seconds into us hanging out with Noah. Noah's the first time. Yeah, um, is it alright if I invite my friend over? It, whatever, dude. We don't yeah. care. Sitting at the table, Riley Herp shows up. He, Sit, sits it, down next hey, to me. I'm and Riley. Goes, hey, I'm Riley. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sure are. Yeah, hey man. Uh, Probably. Nice <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, so I'm up there fucking going nuts. We we're all going nuts for Riley, and unfortunately, uh, he didn't end up winning because um, Ty Gibbs ended up winning. So hate to see that. Um, and, we were pulling uh, for uh, Austin Hill back home. I was watching the race. Uh, was hoping a friend of the program, Derek Nealon, was going to have an undefeated day on Saturday, but uh, came up just one spot short. Austin was in control at the end. Had a pretty good shot, but uh, just couldn't quite bring it home actually that just reminded me i was i was pulling for riley Hurst because the whole crew was obviously but i was actually low-key pulling for ryan sieg uh, i really wanted to see him get the win went back and watched the race and uh, saw that him and ty gibbs was actually pushing him after that last restart they had like two or three green white checkers and uh, the last green white checker ty gibbs pushed him out to the lead uh austin hill and uh must have been riley herbs was right behind him and uh now they're they're battling pretty good, and Ryan C got out into the lead, and and uh, was the only car out there. I just had to block both lanes, and uh, just got pushed too far out, and uh, there was just too much of a hole in the bottom. Where coming to the white flag, actually, he went up to go block the top, and Ty Gibbs just threw it right underneath them and went by him, and uh, then they were just side by side, couldn't really get anything going down the back shoot. But um, 
yeah, you know, it sucks. I think out of all those guys, I think it was funny. Like out of all the guys that were, uh, that were like on the scoring pile on, there's like 15 of them. I was like, I would legitimately want to see, I think everyone was on the same page. At least of our group was like everyone except for Ty Gibbs. That, that'd be super cool. And uh, then unfortunately, obviously Ty Gibbs wins. So that kid's really good at what he does. To be fair, um, he did pull off kind of, kind of a sick move at the end there. To, yeah. To, yeah. It, it was. Happen. Nice like deal. him or not, he's making it happen. I went back yeah. and I went back and watched and I was, I was like, damn, that and was after a Kyle Bush's interview on Sunday. I wouldn't be surprised to see Ty Gibbs in the 18 cup car next year, but. Yeah, yeah. What, what a, uh, so I haven't heard this yet. What did, what did Kyle say? Well, we can get – I'm sure we'll talk about the cup race in a minute. I don't know if you want to keep going in succession. Yeah, uh, of the actually, weekend. I, I know that I had some fucking notes. I don't. I haven't looked down at my phone in quite a while. But, uh, oh, well, we had a heat stroke and a fight in one yellow. Um, like all mm, simultaneously? Yeah. Yeah, it was a different – there were different events. There was one dude – like, so we were standing – oh, this might have been Sunday. Fuck, I don't know. But so we're, we're standing at the top – or sitting at the very top – and um, we look down, and there's everyone is standing like they're in the middle of a yellow, and everyone just gets up. And I'm like, what the fuck is like, what's going on? Well, I look down, there's two dudes like beating the shit out of each other in like row three. And then so everyone, no, I've got a shittier seat. No, I've got a shittier seat. <laughs> then everyone kind of like simultaneously sits back down, and then I'm just like, what the fuck is what's going on? And uh, all of a sudden, everyone stands up again, but it's like significantly farther up, it's like three quarters up the grandstands, and on our side. And I'm like, what is happening? There's some dude just laid out in the middle of like the walkway, uh, so he got carried down. Uh, hopefully, he's all right. It's obviously fucking. It was hot as hell in Atlanta this weekend. I I am very sunburnt. Uh, every time I turn my neck, you can hear it, like a crunch. You are a nice shade of red. Yeah. So, um, I uh, yeah no. I mean, the only other thing that I had was we went onto the grid after the race and uh, obviously shot the shit. Well, actually, and I guess not obviously shot the shit with uh, Brandon Brown a little bit longer. He was kind of just standing out there and uh, went out and he. Uh, he had me sign a BFP sticker for him. I think I was like, I think I gave it to him, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, I'll have to have you on sometime." And then uh, it's like, "I didn't even sign that for you if you want." And he's like, "Fuck yeah, man!" He's like, "Sign it." So I signed it, and then he's like, "Make sure you sign a Dookie shoes." <laughs> I was like, "All right." So I signed it, and it now says Dookie shoes above my signature. Uh, and he had the Zero FG Energy guys there as well, and they were like. I was shooting the shit with us, whatever. They're saying they're gonna follow us on the podcast, which they did. Um, and uh, they brought up brought up the uh the zero fg and uh they're like hey man uh try this you know a lot of people are saying on online that it's not real and uh i was like all right so i i took a sip and i'm like that's pretty good too and brand's like a little bit more than air in that can huh and i was like yeah and uh because I, I did see that uh twitter i think a bunch that of people kid is saying, ne- he's under the most amount of scrutiny from remember earlier in the show i mentioned how nascar twitter is um those are all scumbags like this kid literally did nothing but win a race and everybody fucking hates him because of something that NBC did to him that he didn't even do to himself. And then he gets a fucking sponsor, doesn't work out, almost ruins his whole fucking year's plan, finds another sponsor, and the people are like, it's fake. It's yeah. not real. Yeah. Who so, gives a fuck what it is? Just be happy the kid's racing. Holy yeah. fuck, what is wrong with you people? You Every- all suffer, suffer from mental disorders. Everyone's like, oh, that check's not going to clear. It's like, I think that the check probably has cleared. I think that that there's probably I'm, I'm sure that maybe the the you know there there's writ, shit written that makes it so that they have to actually get some money. Uh, I'm sure after the DC Solar thing, uh, that kind of threw a wrench <laughs> in everyone's sponsorship uh, proposals and plans and stuff. Yeah. But no, for sure met those guys. They were cool people. They followed us on on uh, on Instagram. I love that he embraces well. it too. A whole lot more than just air in that can. Yeah, and uh, he actually, if you look over right next to the Michael McDowell diecast, he uh, he he gave me. I don't know if he gave me his can or. If he signed my can, but he did sign a can, so that's going to be a Patreon giveaway coming up here uh, 
in in a little while, and uh, you know maybe we'll get them on the show uh, in the next. I feel like that'd be a good hours. one. Handful of <laughs> handful of. Next week. Maybe we'll get him on the show next week. Uh, <laughs> if you're wondering why there's no guest on this week's show, we are kind of waiting to hear back from him if he was good we for tonight. We did kind of luck out, though, that there was enough racing going on this weekend that I don't know if we needed a guest. Yeah, no, we're, I think that there's uh, there, there was a lot, definitely a lot to talk about. And so far, so good, I think. There's I think a lot less going on next week. There hasn't been any lull uh, so far in this show. So, uh, Saturday, yeah, no, went Saturday afternoon, oh, the Smart Modified oh, yeah. Tours were at uh, Southern National. Friend of the program, Max McLaughlin, almost held off Matt Hirschman, but... Typical Matt Hirschman. If it's not a NASCAR wheel and modified race, he's pretty much unbeatable. And uh, slipped by tragic shoes at the end to uh, snag the win there. I'm sorry if I cut you off. You're starting to say something. No, no, you're good. I just I, I remember at one point throughout the I didn't realize. So I kind of I guess I kind of forgot that Myatt Snyder uh, got wrecked on that last. Oh yeah, we did. I didn't even touch. Um, on that. But yeah, no, Myatt Snyder. Myatt Snyder got wrecked, and we were walking through um, the garage, and I don't know how, but somehow we all ended up talking to Myatt Snyder for quite a while. Uh, Wyatt a, with an M. In a conversation that I don't really remember. Um, so, shocker, but I uh, went into the garage area afterwards and uh, saw uh, Joe Graff, and uh, he recognized me from the party, and uh, so we had to get him on sometime. So I'll have to get him on, and actually, I went back and watched that fucking race, and he was up there. Obviously, it was pit road strategy. Uh, yeah, and he gets a lot of flack for doing dumb things. Yeah. Rightfully so. This wasn't his fault. No. Daniel Hemrick just fucking drove straight up the track during, a, like, he went right in a left-hand corner and caught him in the left front, bounced him off the wall, Joe, and obviously Joe comes back down the track and hits him in the right rear and fires Hemrick in the wall. So like, well, what did you expect was going to happen there? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you, it's a mini super speedway. Do you expect Joe Graff to just slam on the brakes and let you come up, or? Yeah, because he's just going to get run over from behind, so you yeah, can't really so. fucking do that. But yeah, I definitely did go back so. and watch just to see what happened, because I kind of forgot, and I... Joe was running up sixth, and then, yeah, just uh, yeah, Daniel, run going. Daniel Hammock hung a right and uh, put them both in the fence. So, uh, well, I want, I'd like to get him on and just ask him, like, because he, he for sure sees the shit on social oh, media. Oh, yeah, you can't be that NASCAR blind to Twitter it. Twitter is fucking just... Is the ridiculous. worst group of humans with access to cell phones on this planet are NASCAR fans on Twitter. Oh, a thousand percent. And I don't mean like NASCAR fans. Like we can all say the three of us sitting here are fans of NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, it's just like you said, the ones that their their profile pictures are of normally Chase Elliott, sometimes Ryan Blaney. <laughs> wearing, a, wearing a twill jacket. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, NASCAR fan 23, 38, 17, you know, I mean, yeah. just I could probably go through my mentions and pick out about 10 of them here well, right now. But I haven't logged on to Twitter in like an like a day and a half because I'm like... I normally get like one to two notifications. I got like 14, which the worst thing that happened was Dave Moody replied to my tweet. And I'm like, don't ever, I'm going to block you. <laughs> don't ever do that to me again. <laughs> what, what exactly did you say? I just said, dig up every 1.5 mile racetrack and make it this a little bit into the beers, but I was highly entertained by the racing that I saw this weekend. And apparently like Scott Tapley, I love Scott Tapley. Um, if you get a chance, he does a podcast twice a week called in the pits. This today's his episode that came out yesterday about today. He spends most of it just calling out the hypocrisy of race fans, and I love it. I'm here for it. And he tweets at me. He's like, no, 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 no. Nope, you're supposed to hate all of it, hate everything you saw today. You're not allowed to enjoy any of it. I'm like, yep, you're right. And he was right. The next 24 hours, I just got bombarded with just, you know, people saying, you know, one guy's like, you didn't even watch Las Vegas. I was like, you don't even follow me. How are you accusing me of what I did and didn't watch, you fucking clown? <laughs> And then I finally just, this was the only guy I replied to because I was, like I said, a little bit in the sauce. <clears throat> and I said, 
uh, listen to at Black Flag Pod for any more of my opinions, and I'm pretty sure I blocked him after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I. That's basically why I think I tweeted a couple weeks ago. R.I.P. Joe Graf Jr.'s mentions when he he did something dumb, but it's just they take it to an extreme. And if they already have something that they don't like about someone, obviously them doing anything else is gonna fucking make them spark right back up. So that's the only reason why I tweeted it was because his mentions fucking every single tweet that I see because there's random people that we follow on Twitter and you just scroll through and you're like, holy shit, these people are so irrational. These people Um, can't drive through a Walmart parking lot without clipping a curb, but but they. for sure going to tell Joe Graff Jr. that he sucks on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So a bunch of toxicity on there. But yeah, I got to see, I think I got to see all of our pals this uh, this weekend. Didn't really get to talk to Jack Wood all that much. Kind of saw him in passing. Hey, How hey, much hi, what's wood up? could Jack, Jack Wood Jack if, if Jack, Jack Wood could Jack Wood? I think he said seven. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Seven logs, seven boards, seven know. twigs. What I don't we, know. That, he how, said what, what he said, u- Bob. What is the unit of measurement per wood here? <laughs> he said what he said. We'll have to get him back on and ask him because he definitely said seven. We didn't get, get that address last time. But. I remember specifically asking him that. He's just like, fucking what? <laughs> like yeah. seven two-by-fours? Decent. Seven twigs? Terrible. Seven yeah. trees? Well, Oof. all right. <laughs> He's a little buddy. I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, so what was it like seeing the, the, the NASCARing on Sunday, though? Because it, I so, mean, that. Well, going into the weekend, obviously, it was, you didn't really know what to expect. Uh, and then the truck race happened, the Xfinity race happened, and all that did was make me excited for Cup, which is something that you almost never, I feel like, ha- at least over the last, like, decade, haven't Not been. Until 2022. Yeah, you haven't been like, ooh, yes, like that got me more excited for the cup race. Um, I, I think that even after the race, the I mean, during practice, you could tell the cup race is going to be the best race of the weekend, I think, um, just the way the cars raced and, and uh, everything kind of worked out. And it, it's tough because you have, there's a lot of, there's there's a big discrepancy in the trucks and uh, in, in, in Xfinity, and obviously people don't want to tear up their shit. They got to race, you know. They're they're practicing the same day that they're racing, so they have no time. So people are strung out in practice, but the Cup Series product on in just practice was like, damn, this is going to be fucking cool. Um, and then the truck race happened. Truck race was like I said, probably the worst race of the weekend. Uh, Xfinity second, and I think the Cup was I think Cup was the best race of the weekend. I mean there was. There was a lot of times throughout that race where I looked around and I'm like, this is, this is fucking nuts. I mean, they're two by two in a track where three wide, you could tell, really isn't going to work out. Um, the only thing that I had against it was, I think the fact that it's so narrow, you can't put on as good of a product. And I mean that just in the sense of if you're cheering for a guy that's running eighth, your guy's going to finish eighth. fucking eighth. Yeah. I, I, talked I had to, said that to Rusty while we were watching. I was like, track position is at an all-time premium today. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. I, I saw when I was wandering through the, the garage area on Sunday, we, everyone, we were, our whole group was kind of just hanging around Noah's trailer. I'm like, I'm just going to go take a piss. Went and t- took a piss, kind of walked around, whatever. And uh, I saw Priest and I walked over and he was just like, what do you think of that? And I'm like, oh, I liked it. I liked it a lot, but it's just, it's tough because like if your driver's not running in the top, four you it's like they have no chance to win the race and he was like yeah that's yeah it's kind of seems to be how it is and it's kind of i think the only the only logical explanation is that if they're running if you're running two by two the only way that that works at daytona is that you can go three and four wide yeah and obviously you can in atlanta so it, it's a little tough but yeah just track positions so so key and i think that you know um i think that that's just gonna promote 
first-time winners and people that you wouldn't expect to win and, and things like that. But I, I don't think that it was – I think that it was entertaining. And Byron, I think that, Byron looked to be pretty dominant all day, though. Yeah, he led, like he had a, really he led a lot. Um, no, I think I think that the racing itself throughout the whole weekend with the Cup Series especially was, was phenomenal. There was a lot of times throughout the race that I looked around and just was like in awe of what we were watching because it was exactly what they advertised, just super speedway, mile-and-a-half racing. Uh, and it was kind of wild, having been to Talladega, obviously, when I was fucking, like, eight, um, and then being to Daytona, you know, three or four times now. It's it's uh, something that we've seen before, but you usually have quite a bit of time before they come back around. At Atlanta, obviously, you don't, a uh, mile shorter, and you're just like, holy fuck, they're still doing it. Yeah, they're still... Did it seem like the race was too long in person? Uh, yes. It, I mean... I think that every cup race, in my opinion, is too long. I agree. Um, um, but that's that's just because I kind of – I'll watch a cup race on TV, but nine times out of ten, I'm just it's, – it's turned on as background noise. And like you said, like I don't really look up until I hear Mike Joy go, whoa, or fucking yeah. someone, you know, some sort of excitement. Like, And that's kind of just how it's it's turned into. I've, I, I don't know – it's the same with football for me, though. I think football is too fast-paced for me to actually stay – that in tune with because by the time I look up or on another or on another another caution I run on another commercial um or you know someone someone's injured and there's a timeout and the game stopped and it's like I kind of I don't know it's the same way with NASCAR I think that NASCAR is the Saturday and in Friday like it's usually truck race on Friday I'll watch that Xfinity if I can I'll watch whatever's on TV and and truck races almost seem like they're too short at times and Xfinity races seem like they're the perfect length but um you know they got shit they got ads to sell and they got you know shit to put on TV and and just things to advertise you know Indy 500 is going to be the Indy 500 Daytona 500 is going to be the Indy, Daytona 500 but I always think the cup races are too long um but no I think that certainly seems like you know like for me as just your your casual fan like 3 hours is optimum time yeah that race Sunday was like five, five and hours. a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, but they also wrecked a whole bunch of shit on Sunday, like yeah. a ton. So um, they that doesn't help. Yeah, there was. But so, also had what, like forty six <laughs> lead changes and yeah, twenty some different leaders. Yeah. yeah, it was some crazy like that. But they like the when they come through the dog leg or whatever, fucking the trioval. When you see them do it the first time, you're like, they're going to hit something so fucking hard one of these times. Like, truck race, Xfinity race, like you expected someone and they did to pilot... The, la the last hundred feet of the race. <laughs> yeah, you expect... I expected someone to pile in there, like, really fucking hard, and no one did it until it was fucking Bubba Wallace. Um, getting that looked hit like by... a fucking pretty hard hit. Oh, that my God. That, was, that Actually, was solid. I guess Ty Dillon kind of did at one point. Yeah, um, earlier in the race when Kyle Busch spun out Austin. He got, yeah. got caught up and he got spit out of the pack somehow. He Kyle, must have checked yeah. up and somebody behind him didn't. Yeah, he somehow he got hooked in the right rear and just kind of shot head up into the wall. Destroyed his car, obviously. But, um, no, they wrecked They wrecked a whole bunch of shit. It sucked that there was a bunch of uh, you know right rear tire problems, I guess. Tyler Reddick wrecked from the lead. So didn't uh, Ross, Ross Chastain and Ricky Stenhouse and yeah and Ricky Stenhouse. Which that and, to me, that's not a tire problem. Those, that's those guys pushing the envelope. Yeah, because you know, it was none of the Hendrick Chevys had that problem. Well, it was interesting. It was the leader both times too. Right. Um. So I don't know if there's something going on where if you're leading and you you've got more load on it or something I'm like throw, that. Or... I'm gonna throw a lot of inadvertent shade here. Sometimes it's not a tire problem. It's a you problem. Not talking about Beechridge 2013 changing brand to tires midway through the year because one guy was blistering tires, but 
<laughs> you would never, right? That, that's Inadvertent shade. That, that certainly wouldn't be the topic, right? Well, Inadvertent <laughs> shade. Well, geez, Bob, I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, at Beecher's, certain people are getting eight, twelve, fucking four, you know, sixteen tires anyway. When you're only and supposed to get one and a week, still anyway. blistering them. Yeah, that's Imagine fine. That. Yeah. Actually, I have no idea what either you're talking about because yeah. I've never heard of Beecher's. Well, what now? Now that I don't really give yeah, a fuck. It's well, an Amazon it's, distribution it's, center. It's I've heard of it. <laughs> it's convenient when you, you're. <laughs> When you, you're only allowed one tire a week and you go to get your tires back or give your tires back at the end of the night and there's, I don't know, 20 tires with a one car number on. It's like, wait a minute. I thought there was only six. And the answer is, don't worry about it. That doesn't concern you. Oh, okay. Can't imagine why that place didn't yeah, make it. You wonder why 12 cars are showing up now, you fucking dildos. Anyway. The Amazon would, distribution center. Why would 12 is. cars show up to the Amazon distribution center? <laughs> uh, to work night shift, obviously. <laughs> It'd be, be a, it'd be a hell of an indoor go-kart track. It'd be phenomenal to have race cars show up to an Amazon distribution center for a night shift. You can literally get anything on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, barely. Yeah. Um, no, I think that uh, I think that all in all, Atlanta was a success. I I had, I mean, I had a great time. That was, that was probably the most fun I've had at a racetrack in a while. It was it was weird. It's not like like at a NASCAR race, obviously. Like the Daytona 500 is the Daytona 500. There's almost like too much going on for you to be able to soak it all in. Like, and there's so many people, and there's a lot. Like, Atlanta would be significantly cool if there was a lot more to do on the infield. Um, the only thing that they had um, was they had this thing called the Peach Pit out out back, and Ooh. they had yeah they had some they had some fucking buddy like singing up there. He was, he was put on a hell of a show. Either that or we were really drunk. Probably a little bit of both. But uh, they <laughs> they literally just had an in, like enclosure with a stage and then like a like a fucking carnival ride. I that did was, see you guys do some fucking hang gliding. Yeah, <laughs> I need to get that video. There's a hang glider fucking like uh, a hang glider carnival ride that like just soars up in the air and then flies down and soars up and flies down. It's and it just goes around in a circle. If you've ever been to literally any county fair ever, it's there. Yeah, like, I don't I've know. ridden that ride. Before. I don't know because I don't. You just yeah, you just lay down and you're just locked in. And like, I'm nine times out of ten, like I'm never going on that thing. But apparently, I had just enough alcohol where I was like, "Fuck yeah, we're going on that thing." <laughs> so we all wandered over like during the concert, like while that shit's going on, and we walk up there like, "Hey," we're like, "Is this free?" The guy's like, "Yeah," and we're like, "Oh, good." And the minute I strapped <laughs> myself down, I was like, "Turn up the dial, dude." I was like, "Wait a minute, it's." it's free uh huh. never mind <laughs> Who paid uh, they, yeah they, they when have, was the last time this thing had a nut and bolt check they, <laughs> they have no they have no purpose like they have no, no there's no i don't know we oh, didn't somebody pay to, somebody paid for that yeah game. we yeah. didn't pay to get in there like how much are they really checking on it is basically what i was thinking but so we start going around whatever and christian's fucking yelling like Woo! It's Bristol, baby. Because we were going up and down, and uh, I was just sitting there. And the way that you're like strapped in, I'm like pretending like a dog that's fucking paddling water, <laughs> just like <laughs> pretending like I'm swimming, just kicking my feet around. And I think that uh, his buddy Harrison was fucking sitting next to me too. Burton? They they both live at Charlotte Motor Speedway, which I really so badly want to buy one of those fucking condos. I'm sure I they're super cheap. Uh, I I just met that Harrison fellow, but we met Christian Espinosa in uh, in Daytona and hung out with him for the majority this weekend and uh, I'm sure that if that name doesn't ring a bell to most people go and look at his TikTok and you'll see some fucking shit that I guess at the time NASCAR didn't want you to see um, <laughs> but uh, well he, they shouldn't have had to practice <laughs> at his house <laughs> yeah yeah true <laughs> fucking what do you expect like if uh, the cup car starts racing in my yard like I'm gonna take a video <laughs> <laughs> get out of my yard get off my lawn <laughs> 
You make a hell of a point. Uh, I didn't even know that they were yeah, fucking racing. Do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Take my phone away from me in my house? Fuck had, you. Had Paul I pay property taxes. You're <laughs> on my fucking property. <laughs> had Paul Menard not fucking won whatever the fuck he was doing at Charlotte Motor Speedway, I'd have had no idea that there was any sort of car racing going on at Charlotte Motor Speedway. <laughs> but apparently they were running the Roval, and I saw that on Christian Snap on Friday morning. So um, it was like, you can't park there with a car just basically backed into his fucking kitchen. So, uh, <laughs> God damn it. No, uh, he, he's invited us down for uh, the Coke 600 and uh, the Roval, which is so conveniently um, on Thunder Road uh, Memorial Day weekend, which I sure uh, kind of can't really. If I'm going to go down to Charlotte, it's got to be at least a couple days. And uh, Friday, we got that Claremont race. Tell Saturday, him to invite us down for the Dirt World Finals. Yeah, well, that's all, not his backyard, Bob. Right, don't have to worry about them racing in his yard. We can just walk across. <laughs> I the don't street. know with, with what with what the shit they put on Charlotte Motor Speedway. They might race some something on like the oval or the uh, not the, the roval. There, there might be a monster truck event there for all we know. Yeah, or or worst case, we'll I just ask if we can go run him. <laughs> we'll just ask if we can go run our rental car in his backyard. Yeah. Just, hey, do you have do you have access to the track? That'd be like, <laughs> hey, uh, I just want to rip around the track real quick. I, I no, let me place. just open my back door. Yeah, no, no it's fine. I own the place. No, no for sure. I live here. For sure, going to talk to him about uh, going down there for the dirt world, world final. Even just to look over the place, I feel like that'd be phenomenal. To so, lick? Uh, oh, look, look, over. look, look over the place. Yeah, yeah. So what are you licking the, the window? Yeah, like I did my fingers before I said what's up to Neeland. Uh, what are the chances that you totally forgot that you picked William Byron in the BFP picks this week? Uh, zero, because that was part of what I said uh, earlier about when. Ryan Moore when I was like oh like I'm, I've been pretty uh, I was true, pretty much yeah, on a yeah, heater like picking yeah. Ryan Moore uh, was definitely going to bring yeah. up the fact that I picked William Byron <laughs> yep and uh, I picked Ross Chastain thought I was going to be fucking golden and uh, if you were to tell me before the race that I picked Ross Chastain and he's going to finish second and I'm still going to lose <laughs> like I didn't lose lose but I only kind of lost oh yeah yeah, I did. Uh, he I finished second. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. I forgot that after he hit the wall, he came back. Hell of a comeback. Rally. Hell of a drive. Damn, Ross Chastain. See, this after is... we just got done poo-pooing the fact that uh, track position was everything, he bends the fucking thing leading it and drove back to almost damn near the win. Yeah, and uh, real good look for me. I, I don't remember if it was on the on an episode or if it was just in person with a whole group of people like four weeks ago. I was like, Ross Chastain fucking stinks. He's the most overrated cup driver there is, and he uh, he's never going to be good. I think we and all agreed, think, and he has been on one <laughs> fuck of a heater I lately. think he's yeah, finished like, in third, the top second, five second. the last three weeks. Which yeah. is why I picked him for this race. I'm like, this is like, he's kind of good on mile and a half anyway, and this like has the element of plate racing, anything can happen, and um, it worked out for me, I guess. I about lost my one thing. I only one of the last things. Charlie I ended up twenty eighth. Tyler Reddick didn't. Uh, yeah, was, yeah, he's been. He was yeah, also. He's had some shitty luck lately. He was also fast as fuck. Yeah. So. Oh, I don't. So one thing that I had in my notes kind of brought. I, you can't. There was no cell phone service, so I couldn't really post anything. So I was just saving videos. And the, there was a video that I took of uh, the crowd going nuts when Chase took the lead. Now, obviously, that happens everywhere. But the pop that it got at Atlanta Motor Speedway, his home track, was fucking wild. That was like probably the loudest I've heard something since like Dale yeah. Jr. taking the lead, um, which was which was pretty cool to see. Uh, and naturally, they all went wild when uh, Kyle took it to the garage. Um, actually, Hamlin and and Kyle Busch went to the garage, and they both. They both fucking went absolutely nuts. But, um, yeah, then what else was I going to say? Oh, so after, like, all of uh, the guys that I actually kind of wanted to win, which is was really Tyler Reddick, um, got taken out of the race. Um, even though Charlie picked Tyler Reddick, I was still cheering for him. Got to shoot the shit with him before the race and stuff. Uh, got a... <laughs> 
put it out. <laughs> <laughs> Got a BFP signed Tyler Reddick sticker coming up on Patreon here shortly, and uh, definitely just going to post that interview from Daytona because the statue of limitations are up. So um, that's going up to <laughs> the uh, statue of Limmies is up. That's going to the Patreon at some point with that giveaway, and uh, yeah, um, after he wrecked, I was kind of just I was going nuts for Bubba. So the kid, we were standing. We were standing up, and then we realized that the seats right in front of us just weren't taken. So we were sitting in the very, like, as high as you could possibly get in turn four. And the guy, there was a guy right in front of us. He was uh, wearing a Tyler Reddick t-shirt. And uh, so he started shooting the shit, whatever. He's like, who are you cheering for? And I'm like, actually, the guy on your shirt. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I've never I, heard of this guy. I was like, if I had to pick my top three favorite drivers, it's it's really you know, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, Tyler Reddick at this point. And uh, he's like... Oh yeah, he's like I like I like all those guys. I'm really a bow tie till I die kind of guy, and I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I also kind of don't cheer for Ryan Blaney as as much as the other two, so that's good. So you know, we're watching Reddick take the lead. He's leading a bunch of laps, and he fucking bends it real hard, and I'm like, shit. So look up at one point, Bubba Wallace is running like fifth, and uh, I look down at the guy, and I'm like, hey, how do you feel about Bubba Wallace? Just curious because I was going to cheer for him. <laughs> it's always a dangerous question. Well, yeah, and and that's kind of I was kind of why I was asking. I was just he's he's such a polarizing figure, and people are just so fucking stupid about it. Like, so I'm like, hey, what do you think about Bubba Wallace? He's like, oh, I I kind of like Bubba, and I'm like, all right, great, because I fucking love Bubba. And I'm going to go nuts for him for the rest of the week, the rest <laughs> of the race, because this guy's like feed me beers. We had a bunch of beers that we brought in. I was going down and buying beers. Like I was like, I'm going to be a big Bubba Wallace fan because I want to see what happens if he wins a race. Like actually like like the fans are all in the stands and the we also want our, delay. And we don't want our friend freddie to get a win too right always. right and i really don't have anything against bubba wallace don't hate the player hate the game that's my stance it, on bubba wallace if, if bubba wallace had won though i promise what would have happened everybody would be like oh it was well, it was a plate race anybody anybody could have won like oh, that, the that's guy what has been happened. consistently yeah. a threat to win it doesn't at matter every plate race he's driven for 23 11 yeah but right. people are gonna be like oh it was a plate race anybody could have won hey, bubba, he fucking you walked want, into it he's a good fucking plate racer he finished second for richard petty in a daytona 500 like he's been good at plate racing yeah you know there not like there was any most popular driver that was really only good at plate racing or anything but, yeah jesus christ uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but no so i'm I, the minute i said that he turned around he's like all right good because i kind of really fucking love bubba too i just didn't know how to answer that question <laughs> i didn't know if you guys were closeted racist or not <laughs> yeah no so we're, the rest of the race we're going nuts cheering for bubba the whole all of us i mean ttmg is yelling loud enough louder than the loudspeaker um, <laughs> yeah uh, and just all, all her whole crew was going going crazy it, 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 I really thought he was going to win the race um, for a while there obviously William Byron as good of a shot car. as anybody at the end and uh, yeah there was just it was so weird if you look back at the finishes to all three races like no one like whoever's running f- fourth or fifth or sixth like Every single one of those guys would just bail on the guy and try to like ship it three wide and completely lose the momentum for the entire line, and the guy would just go off and win the race. And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, even I've watched like play racing before. It's like just it's not going to work. Like basically, what the guy would do is they would throw it three wide, and then the rest of the field would fucking pass them. And instead of finishing the third that they thought that they were going to get, they end up finishing fucking ninth. Yeah. Um, except for the cup race, they obviously wrecked a bunch of shit. But um, that was a whole bunch of. Like Chris Busher and Justin Haley, I think, got together, and they yeah, Busher crossed the line backwards. Yeah, they shipped. I mean, Bubba hit the wall so fucking hard. Yeah, it was um, a pretty good shot. Ended up going after the race, and uh, kind of we just went and walked down pit road. Uh, sucks for our pal Noah. 
Uh, I guess we got to bring that up. But yeah, tough look for the he kid. He hit so fucking hard. Yeah, and it, I don't know. Like, can we confirm nor deny that something broke, or did he just lose it? I I got to imagine it's not the same thing that happened to Ross. I mean, like, yeah, like he might have just lost. Yeah, the it, only but... difference is he overcorrected and fired in the fence, whereas everyone else just kind of spun to the infield. I mean, to be I mean, fair, Ross, no, Ross. Oh, oh well, you're talking like about practice, Ross at California. Uh, yeah, 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 I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know if it was uh, yeah. Vegas or California, but yeah, he just like went out for practice, and the thing just like snapped so fast. Yeah, uh, back. And yeah, and that's what looked like Noah. On. Noah really wasn't in a draft pack. Nobody was pushing. He was kind of in his own zone, and the thing did like a wiggle to the left and then a hard right. Yeah. And uh, rest in peace to that car. Yeah, yeah that that thing's, that, that's that got to be junk. I, I went over and uh, actually sure just pulled some new clips on at it. At some point yeah. this weekend, it was pretty cool to talk to Chris Rice. And uh, I didn't know Andy Sice was working on Noah's car. Uh, yeah, was over, for college racing. was over talking to him for quite a while. I did not know that until uh, he was like, yeah, I got to hope to get your boy up front or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, you work for Colleg. Yeah, no, stupid me. Didn't look down and see the fucking Colleg on his shirt. But <laughs> um, no, he's actually, uh, it was cool, cool to talk to him. I really like hit, like I think I talked to every single pal. I talked to Flores before the race and stuff. That The only person I didn't really get to talk to was Bailey Curry. Didn't really see him on Saturday. Saw him on Sunday, but at the time we were talking to Flores and uh, – yeah, he, he had walked by behind us, and I was just still shooting the shit with Ryan. So uh, it was cool to talk to all those guys, meet up with all of them. And uh, Speaking of Ryan, his co-host, uh, he's a co-host on Stack uh, yeah. of Pennies. Corey LaJoy, first top five in a cup race, after yeah. literally jumping backwards across the Legends car track to miss a wreck at one point. Did you see that picture, Charlie? No, I did not. He spun. There was a big fucking clusterfuck in the dog leg. Hits the Legends car track backwards, and the whole car is like three feet off the ground going backwards. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, I see what you're Yeah. Yes, I know what you're talking about now. Yes. Dude, kudos to the fucking Spire crew for building a good enough race car to do that and drive the thing back up to fucking fifth. Yeah, it took flight. <laughs> the way you said that, I thought you were saying he was watching the Legends race, and he almost got hit by a Legend car. <laughs> I was like, I, what are you talking I'm about? I'm pretty sure they flipped the Legend car pretty fucking spectacularly on the Legends car like track. They, they raced Legends and Bandoleros after the races, and yeah. it was fucking weird because they had legends and bandoleros on like on the legend car track and the peach pit could not have been further away and everyone in their left uncle seemed like they were in the peach pit there was a lot of people there having a good time um but yeah i mean i don't know the, the guy put on a, a pretty the good peach pit show. sounds like a hell of a strip club name yeah <laughs> yeah actually uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well i hope not <laughs> well everybody uses the peach emoji as a butt right just, so yeah just yeah. watch out watch out you might get those dookie shoes <laughs> the butt pit <laughs> yeah uh, I guess the last note I had, uh, other than we have wep- my weapon of the week and picks, uh, speaking of Billy Byron winning things, he dominated the second he's, uh, St. Patrick's Bunny 150 on Saturday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bunny. I forgot about that. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, he won Saturday and Sunday, right? Or he won, yeah, one yeah. Saturday afternoon at Hickory, dominated. Um, there weren't much of a race. And I realized one thing. Um, you know, we always understand you know, the cup racers, they're just dudes. They're just guys. They're no different than you and I, but I figured out where, where cup drivers have a huge advantage and that's on restarts. Every restart in that race Saturday afternoon, he had three to four car links on the field. Damn near every restart. Really? Like you could see guys were spinning the tires, you know, hustling it. And he just, boom, just would launch, which obviously like racing a car that has 600 horsepower every weekend versus then jumping in one with 400. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where he had the biggest advantage. Uh, I saw an interview that he did with uh, Alan Dietz. It was just, it was a casual deal, kind of, at the end. Down here, track saw William <laughs> Byron, your winner in the St. Patrick's Bunny 150. Uh, and that was phenomenal, Bob. I'm one pretty the, good at Alan That Dietz. was pretty good. <laughs> pretty uh, good one of the things he was saying that he was trying to get used to, because he doesn't run past, really, ever, 
um, he was saying that one of the hardest things he was trying to get used to was the restarts and like the, all the rules and all the fucking horse right. shit that's associated with pass and starts and restarts and all that stuff. So um, that was just kind of interesting to hear. And then you saying that and there was a couple starts. Garrett Hall, out. Garrett Hall looked like he had the second best car. Well, actually, Cole Butcher had the second best car, but he broke something and smacked oh, yeah. the wall pretty good. Pounded the fence in three. I see. Yeah, that was with about thirty to go. I so. watched a little bit of the highlights. I didn't see much of what happened on Saturday. Um, um, a much cleaner race. Um, they still tore some shit up a little bit, but not nowhere near as bad as Friday night. Uh, Cole got tore up there when it broke. Garrett was pretty good. Barker managed to rebound and, and actually got all the way to second and finished second. Um, used up Garrett a little bit at the end, but nothing that I wouldn't consider just hard racing. Um, you know, really didn't have anything for Byron, but yeah, the, uh, Barker threw a BFP sticker on his car. So that for sure helps. Uh, I don't know how much it helped on, uh, on Friday. Cause he obviously got cleaned out going through one and two. Well, it's but... like a, you have to earn your BFP sticker, you know, by, right. having, by having a bad day <laughs> first. Yeah. You, <laughs> can't, you can't just go out there and run second, you know, yeah. and, a, and a field of 34, right. 35 cars, however many there were. And, uh, and so, yeah, he, he had to earn some stripes and, uh, then yeah, threw the sticker on the car and went out there and finished second, uh, Saturday night. So, uh, Hall was third, uh, friend of the program, Derek Griffith, uh, a much better rebounding performance, uh, finished fourth, with no power steering. Uh, then pretty sure the rear end was out of the car to start the day on Saturday. Yeah. So they had a, another tough weekend. And yeah, it's... Joey Paul Warchick, another top five, uh, driving oh, for Rick Moody Racing. A lot Weird. of the friends of the program up in the uh, up in the top five. But definitely gave Garrett Hall stickers on Friday. I don't know if they ever made it on the car, but we're going to say that they did just for uh, for contextual context. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's uh, two people that took BFP stickers that ended up in the, uh, the top three. Uh, unfortunately... For uh, Jason Corliss, who got BFP stickers, I don't know how well his Saturday went, but I didn't see him in the top 15. I haven't so seen I him on here yet. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, uh, Friday, he got caught up in, in a bunch of people. I think Kate Ray got wrecked, and they all checked up, and he was running pretty far back. And, so uh, I'm going I'm to guess he... Oh, right here. 20, oh, they have him listed as Jason Curtis. That's why they, I couldn't find uh, him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 26th, uh, 54 laps down. Yeah, not, so not a, uh, not a stellar performance for Jason Corliss. No, nah, he uh, he was running pretty. He was running pretty all right on Friday until he got ass packed and fucking looked like he blew the radiator out of the thing. I don't know how he came back on on the racetrack, but uh, came out pretty quickly and uh, then had to pull off at some point later on in the race and didn't see what happened to him on Saturday. Unfortunately, uh, got to thank the, uh, the Tanner Woodard crew for uh, giving me a, a trading a hat for a couple BFP stickers. I made it on his hot rod. I don't know how uh, his Saturday went either. I, know I think that- he had a better run Saturday than Friday. They qualified up front. I kind of the only reason I half-assed knew what was going on was uh, Albie Ovit was down there working on that car and he was posting updates on Facebook, but I don't know how their uh, Saturday night went. I'm glad that he's uh, he's down traveling. We needed a uh, we needed a, a friend of the program to uh, cheer for at these street stock events that aren't necessarily in New England. We don't have many of those. Right. Uh, we've uh, we've been big Tanner Woodard guys since uh, his grandfather had a sleeve over his Bud Light or a Bud Light. Yeah, a sleeve over his Bud Light. It was a Coca-Cola <laughs> sleeve yeah. over a Bud Light can. So yeah. he got wrecked on the first night, or was that the second night? Uh, it's too long to read. I'm, I'm either happy for you or sorry that happened. That. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very long. That was a very long post. I was just looking yeah. over there uh, at. I forgot that we actually have Patreon questions that uh, we got to well, rattle did, off. Do you have a? Did anybody have a grinds their gears? I nothing grinds my gears off. I didn't write anything down. Um, uh, <laughs> so so I got one for sure. So I I so I, I have yeah. you have one. No, well, you already said one. But so so Monday right. So reason I didn't go on this trip was Monday I had a work conference right. So I had to stay all day. Started at seven thirty. Didn't get done until eight p.m. Stayed overnight. 
had another one this morning, got out at like one thirty ish um, or 12 or whatever it was. Uh, so from there, the thing I don't understand is if, so these, these companies, they come in, right? They're vendors, right? So they're trying, it's basically a sales pitch. Yeah. We've we got tires, this, that, the other thing. Well, in order to speak to a large group of people, what is typically one tool that you would need to do that? A megaphone. Right. Never failed. Eleven out of ten times. Every single one. Like, no, I don't need the. I don't need the microphone. All right. Goes thirty seconds of yeah, we got the round black and everybody's just like, what? What the fuck are you uh-huh. saying? And it took every single person. Every single time for somebody in the back to be like, we can't fucking hear you. And then they're like, oh, fine. And then they would get mad that they had to use the microphone. I'm like, you, you're presenting. Like, you're, you're talking to a large group of people. There's a speaker system in this room for this exact reason. No, why are, why are you better than the microphone? I don't understand that. But fucking drove me nuts every time. And that was it. I grind my gears as well. Yeah. Because why? Why is this even an issue? Uh, my grinds, my other grinds, my gears, other than John Hunter Nemechek, is uh, the uh, the 462 ranked women, uh, man, oh, yeah. man swimmer, uh, transitioning into being a girl and then going and winning the uh, the fucking gold medal of NCAA swimming, finishing first over two actual women. Um, I don't care where you stand on the subject. There's not much that I feel passionate about, but uh, a biological man should not be able to transition into a woman and then compete against women in their sports that I they like- have tried to, to perfect for their entire fucking life. Uh, and that is just that's just biology. Uh, if you think I'm Trust wrong, the then yeah. But what, what's wild is that the NCAA is the one that said like, no, that's fine. Not a political podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like my women's sports like I like my coffee without dicks in it. <laughs> uh, my weapon of the week is for sure the truck driver who smashed the shit out of his rig leaving Atlanta on Friday or on Saturday. I think that happened twice. Have you twice. had a dick in your coffee before? I've never actually had a cup of co- full cup of coffee in my life, so not a very good uh, opportunity to put a dick in it when I don't drink them. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that happened twice. There was for sure some dude's a dick in your coffee? A truck <laughs> team hauler, Josh Rayum's uh, oh, truck yeah. driver, smashed the shit out their rig because he went out the pedestrian tunnel. That was bad. I don't. That was like that. Some bitch was in deep too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which like means he, that like, he was cruising. <laughs> he, was either, he was either cruising or just fucking. Like I don't know if he had noise canceling headphones. It's like the, on. the episode <laughs> of SpongeBob where they're driving the <laughs> yeah. ship and you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. There's debris flying <laughs> off the thing. <laughs> You're good. You're uh, good. Those, those scratches will buff right out. Call it the peach pit. He mishap. ripped the fucking like the cone <laughs> off. No, you're clear. He ripped like the top fucking cone thing off the truck. He tuna can the two front air third con- of the yeah, trailer. Two like, air conditioner units went down through the roof of the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Betty was fucking chilly. Uh, uh, that so. My goodness, guys. I think that <laughs> happened twice, though, because someone tweeted about it, and I remember seeing it. I feel like I would have known if it really did, but the, everyone was saying that when they were in the peach pit, they were hauling another trailer off, like a different one than the first one. Um, I don't know. Even, oh, at least fact, the second but... guy didn't do it while there was a nationally televised race going on. Yeah. <laughs> even, even Boyer said on the uh, the broadcast, he's like, ah, that gets somebody every year. And they, like, they, show, they pan over <laughs> to it, and the thing is just fucking... Sardine canned oh, in the middle of the killed. infield. Oh Absolutely man, killed. Yeah. So uh, if we're gonna rattle off some Patreon questions here, uh, Jake Matheson, who did not have himself a great, uh, he had a good run going there. on Saturday. Um, 
and then ended he's up been, spun out. He got Arca breaked a couple times. He'd check up, and whoever was behind him just did. I feel check like up. he's a uh, he's uh, becoming a sneaky good pick. He's, 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 he's rising up there. In success. I think he ended the year last year with a podium in a fast race. Yeah. I believe. Somewhere. Yeah, Sea he did pretty well too. Yeah, didn't Thunder, he? Road. Thunder Road. I think yeah. he finished third. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he he basically asked about what we already talked about. What did y'all think of that sorry excuse of a race that unfolded Friday at Hickory? Uh, he had it was tough... fantastic. I was entertained the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it was. We definitely had a much better time watching it than than you did. Yeah, my late model didn't get wrecked, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> he ended up having to watch it for a while. I don't. I don't even know what happened to him. But uh, I think during the, he, he got pulled I knew, off at one point. I thought he was just coming in for a pit stop, and then he I knew in, in the there. Ripley wreck he got absolutely ass packed. And then I think the same thing happened to him on Saturday. He had checked up. He had a good, he had a top ten run going on Saturday. I know that ended up a lap down, so I think he got spun out in somebody else's shit. And uh, he sent a snap to the gaggle of like half the body ripped off after after race one, event one. Yeah, tough go for him down there. Tough go for a lot of people down there actually. Uh, Scott Fowler said, per, "Best personal memory that you have, or best personal memory that you have from a race that you have been a part of." That was word for a lot of use and halves. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know that we needed both of the use and the halves, but it, it for sure threw my brain for a loop trying to read it. Um, <clears throat> I yeah. mean that's. I don't know if they can point out one singular one. I mean, there's a lot of good memories in racing. We've been doing this for 21 fucking years. Probably, least, probably a first win or something. Yeah, like first that, win yeah. in my dad's super is obviously cool. First win in anything. You know, yeah. I still remember. You know, still remember all my first wins more vividly than than any other races. Uh, winning a heat race at the Stand Up to Cancer 100. <laughs> yep. Tweet that. We all did. <laughs> we, we all did that. Yeah, we we brought a, we brought the Volkswagen down. It was you, me, Rusty, and Jeremy. I think, right? Yeah, that we we had a yeah we had a whole yeah. fucking crew show up to that, and everyone won their. No, Jeremy race. was already there. Yeah, Jeremy yeah, it was his was event. There. I'm yeah. sure he didn't ride down to. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe it's just the three of us then, and yeah. we're we're all like we're gonna be lucky if one of us makes the show. Then all of a sudden, all three of us won a heat race, and then we all brought hardware back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was pretty, and trophies. That was pretty yeah. cool. Uh, all three of us doing that at, at one point during the race. I, I was the first race, I believe, and um, I I don't remember what happened. And so I had a GoPro on that didn't turn on. I just <laughs> I, like I there was there was a wreck. <laughs> You're just wearing it for style. <laughs> there was a wreck going into turn one that was fucking hellacious. Like everyone, I mean, like dude, I was like Corey LaJoy going over the go or the fucking uh, in a go kart going over the fucking legend car track. Like we were up in the air, bouncing side to side, and uh, just progressively through that and more contact with other cars that were just ass packing me and you know just rubbing like hitting you into the wall. My cart was like fucking pretty broken, and I I had I was the leader for like quite a while. I was just having to pass lap cars that just had no give a fuck in them whatsoever. So I would just get like pushed into the wall or whatever, and like my car ended up like getting a little a little bit broke i saw jeremy come like coming behind me and i just literally moved over and let him go i mean he was fast as hell and he was in the back from like the first wreck and so yeah i ended up finishing third but that was fun uh battling with jeremy for some of the bit. biggest talligator style wrecks i've ever been a part of i've been in charity go-kart races <laughs> yeah because you're not supposed to at main indoor karting they had like two high speed sections that you weren't supposed to pass in and we'd for sure go three wide and just just, you'd hear nothing but go-karts socking it in wide open. And that place was like just a big 
like airbox too so it echoed through the oh, whole yeah, building yeah. so you, somebody <laughs> would hit <laughs> and you're like oh my god somebody's dead and you're just getting the slice of pizza or something at the bar and, and like, sometimes oh you actually thought that legitimately because twice i saw helmets fly off and go rolling <laughs> down the racetrack <laughs> that dt we could do a show one of these like off seasons and have dave thomas on because he did it for 10 years and just talk about the shit that went on at those races because it was awesome uh, Matt Seen said, if someone handed you $2 million, what would be the first three things you would do? I like questions like these. <clears throat> Masturbate because you need post-nut clarity oh, after Bob, reserving that much son money. son of a bitch. That was my third one. <laughs> uh, do it first. Don't God, waste any time. Damn it. How much money is this? $2 million. $2 million. Uh, just, I'll tell did. you what my three were. It was pay off uh, all my dad's debt. And buy him a, a house and whatever his, his dream car, basically. Uh, pay off all of my debt and then rub one out. That's five things, but... Okay, so pay off all my dad's debt. Pay off all of my debt. And rub, rub your one dad out. out. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Jerk off your dad. <laughs> You're that excited, huh? No, that, no what you Dad. said is literally what you said. I did not say that. <laughs> what, did, what did you say? That was jerking literally... off your dad? <laughs> Wait, you heard that, right, Bob? Yeah, because you said it. We're wearing headphones. <laughs> I, I I heard Brad say he's gonna jerk off his dad because he won two million dollars. Uh, I do not sound like Charlie. Brad, you didn't deserve that. Uh, two million dollars. I mean, obviously, like you need that post not clarity. Like, you're never. You're never. Well, obviously, I'm still jerking off. Yeah, you're never. You're never clearer in mindset than after than like those moments. Um, yeah, obviously, low hanging fruit answers to pay off debt. Um. Bring it to the casino and try to double it. Yeah, think about what you could do with four million. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I, I was gonna think about putting a hundred or hundred. Yeah, hundred thousand dollars on Ricard Raquel to score a goal tonight after he just got traded to the Penguins. That was what I. That was probably one of the first things I would do is have to be a degenerate gambler a little bit, you know. Yeah, you gotta have like a a, a good weekend away with the fellas where you do copious amounts of drugs and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more than what we already do. Yeah, that yeah. probably would have been the fourth or fifth thing because I for sure got back today and I'm looking down. I'm like, what's the next time I'm gonna get on a plane? I might oh. rent an Arca car for Daytona, try to fuck someone's shit up. Just, <laughs> just, just like, hey, oh, Billy Venerini, uh, gonna need the uh, gonna need the. Although the car. problem is like two million dollars, like to to run an Arca car at Daytona would probably take a significant chunk of that. Sixty k. Oh, fuck, I'll do it twice. Dude, the fucking Arca... I'll rent two cars. If you rent the first one, I'll if, jump in and go get the second one. If you're just, like, halfway not... If you're just fully... Okay, let's let me see, let's just be PG. If, <laughs> if, if, if you're fully there in the head, you could have finished top 10 in the Arca race this year. They had one fucking pack, and everyone would they, just get... They didn't even know how to get lined up. There was no. a 73-year-old <laughs> man driving through the grass. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it wasn't even fucking Christian's backyard this time. And that, that, was, that was weird. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> that fuck, happened fuck right the Geico restart us. zone, huh? Yeah, there, this guy was just like, you know what? I know that the guy that paints this did not want to go home to his family. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. Yeah. He was just like, I don't know if I want pit road, if I want a hot dog. So is your six is sixty thousand of yours going to? Yeah, I do an arc. I, I get an arca ride for probably I don't know the three of us and just see what happens for one race. <laughs> Remember that charity go kart race? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're going to Talligator in arca cars. <laughs> we all bit it under fucking pace laps. <laughs> we're wrecking each other before oh we even take the drink. Yeah, been, yeah practice. <laughs> <laughs> like we do on iRacing. The exact same thing. All right, we're all just going to wait. We're going to wait for each other. Wait at the end of pit road. Uh-huh. We all get in the line. We all get on the back shoot. We all go into three. We all fucking wreck each other. 
and rinse and repeat. <laughs> it's like any any go, like indoor go kart race you do too. It's like all right, let's all get double file. We'll do oh, like yeah. an actual restart. The first person fucking sails it off into the first corner. Like I guess we're racing <laughs> <laughs> every fucking time. Never fails. Yeah. Um. Did you did you even give three? Things? Oh, that uh, I mean, I don't know, same thing. Pay the house yeah. off, so yeah. shit like masturbate, that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> masturbate, whatever. Yeah. Have a beer. I don't know. <laughs> Have a beer would be a good one. Expensive beer. Make a beer. Make a beer company. Dave Sykes says Black Flag Pilsner. If you could only go to one racing event per year, what would it be? Star Classic, Thompson World Series, one A and one B. If like if I if I was reserved to one racing event per year. Uh, there's a lot of variables. Are we talking single day events or like, you know, what are we? We'll what say about, an event. Well, Let's yeah, say one weekend. Event. One, one weekend. We'll say yeah, because you could say New Smyrna Speed Weeks, but that's nine nights. Like that's kind of cheating. I mean, if that one, need more details. One racing event <laughs> per year. Event. So that could be a. a so I think that all show. of all of us would say New Smyrna Speed Week. Right. But... If you're trying to, that thing we talked about uh, earlier, like your dollar per unit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, oh Atlantic or uh, not Atlantic City. Jesus Christ. New Smyrna is the bargain. Yeah, yeah. yeah that with uh, that mixed in with Daytona on Thursday or Friday, like uh, that. It's a different event, though. But that's. I mean, it's all part of one event because you go right back to New Smyrna. But um, I don't know. I guess New Smyrna for that uh, best bang for your buck locally. I mean, I'm partial. Singular weekend events, obviously, like, it's kind of an no The Oxford 250, the Star Classic, yeah. Thompson World Series, like... Well, I guess he's, he's asking us to pick one of those events. I don't bring want to. Bring me not, back to past weekend at My life will never have no. this scenario, so... Amazon's not, not racing this year. <laughs> oh, they are going to sell some fucking shit, though. <laughs> All right, if I had to pick just I guess I have event. to pick Star Classic, just because I get to race two of those events in one day, but... Oh... Fuck. That's... The Spring Sizzler, I guess. I'm partial. It, it, the race was going to have to be in Connecticut. I just couldn't figure out which one. The Fall Final, the Spring Sizzler, or something at Thompson. You know, just one of those four events are all of my events, but I'll go with the Spring Sizzler because I'm looking forward to the Spring Sizzler. I think they just had the like 35th person uh, put an entry in. I think it was Stephen Kopsick. Uh So looking forward to that race for sure. That is a, that's about about a month away, so get your calendars fucking marked up, fellas. Yeah, I would say probably just Homer, uh, Oxford two fifty. It's a, it's an event, especially like last year. There was that concert. You're, you know, you had the whole parking lot deal. Plus, you know everybody. You're there for three days. It, it, it's a time. I go with the two fifty. All right, and last question. Tyler Wood said, "Pick four drivers you'd want as a race team from any series." <clears throat> Uh, go so, listen back like 200 episodes. We had a draft episode where we all drafted our own race team. No, we should we should all pick four drivers. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> You're getting hangry, uh, clearly. <laughs> um, I will go with Bubba Wallace is my, my number one. Uh, I'm going to have Columbia or, or DoorDash on every single car. Um, cause, uh, Does he have to be NASCAR? I don't think so. No, you okay. could just pick your Uber driver from last week. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll go with I'll go with Bubba Wallace. Marketable has a lot of lot of money behind him, so uh, my other drivers, if they've been the thing, um, still have a little bit of funding to uh, to help uh, them well, our program as well. Um, so I'll go Bubba Wallace. Give me Noah Gregson, just because you got you got a party, you know, you got to have a fun atmosphere. Uh, give me Zane Smith. I think he's underrated. I think he's really good. He's going to go places. Um, and 
I want him on my team. And uh, give me Kyle Larson because he's the best driver in uh, on the planet. Give me 25-year-old Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> uh, give me... We're all making money moves over here. <laughs> <laughs> give me... Um... Clint Boyer. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> can I use any of the picks you had? Yeah. Like Kyle Larson, because somebody's got to win races. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clint and Dale Jr. are not. Um, and um, give me Fireball Roberts, because he had a cool name. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Love okay. that. Love so that. So right. 25-year-old... Dale Earnhardt Jr., Clint Boyer, Kyle Larson, and <laughs> Roberts. <laughs> Love it. That'll do, I guess. So if we're if we're sticking to solely NASCAR drivers, uh, I'll do Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, because I believe that those are two of the best on the planet. Have and another Kyle. Your team could have... be the KKK. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, or not. Kyle Weatherman. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, yeah. Top so... 10 this weekend for Kyle Weatherman. Good for him. Yeah. 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 And Weather Kyleman. And, like... Mason Massey, I think, finished in the top 10. There's a lot of weird names in the top 10 uh, in the Xfinity race. Buford in the 48 car, he did not. That guy Jade Buford doesn't suck. So we were standing right as we got oh, to the race track. Remain, Patrick Donahue. Oh, shit. Is he really? Yeah. So we're standing at the pit wall right as the truck's rolling out for the first practice, and Ryan Vargas is standing like right next to us, and Jade Buford is standing right behind us and watching on the big screen, uh, and then obviously watching when they come back around the track. And uh, I looked at Brian, and I'm like, Man, that guy is fucking underrated. And he's like, who's that? And I was like, Jade Buford. And he's like, yeah, it could be. And I was like, if you've watched any of the races this year, that dude's been in the top 10 like 90% of the race, like when he was actually running. But then he, there's something dumb happens. And he gets, gets collected and erect, and he did the exact same thing in Atlanta later that day. So um, I don't even know what fucking team that is, but that should say something that he's running up there um, competing with those guys. So, yeah, Jade Buford. Great guy. And you have a fourth <laughs> is he, one? Is he your reserve driver? No. No. <laughs> uh, I'll do Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, uh, Rusty Wallace, and Mark Martin. Prime. Real disservice that uh, I, I didn't pick my actual, what would be my reserve driver on my actual roster, which is Ryan Priest. Um, one thing that I do have to say, though, I uh, actually met Jeff Gordon this weekend for the first time in my life in victory lane, uh, right after he left with William Byron. That was so that I actually kind of lied. Uh, I have met Jeff Gordon in the past, but I was standing there and I didn't even really realize who was signing my, uh, hat when it was like 2014. Um, I was holding my hat out and, uh, he just walked by and grabbed it and signed it and then left. And I was like, was that, what the fuck? That was Jeff Gordon. Like literally my bot, like my, 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 my vital, my boyhood idol, uh, one of my heroes vital. for sure. Uh, but I will say I have learned today that I don't think I can ever get starstruck. That's learned two days ago that I, I don't think I could ever get starstruck because when I used to go and meet Sidney Crosby, who was another one of my heroes, I used to meet him all the time, always like anxiety, like, uh, like, Oh fuck. Like that's, that's Crosby. And I kind of figured it'd be the same way with fucking Jeff Gordon. I did, didn't feel it at all. But I was like, I'm going to for sure go up and get a picture with this guy. Uh, also, whenever I get those VIP passes, I think I'm going to have someone sign the back of it. For sure had Jeff sign it. Uh, he was wicked nice. He just kind of stood there and was just shooting the shit with people. Uh, obviously, he was trying to get to his golf cart, but he was kind of just... Doing it also, for the fans. He was also kind of just, you know, his, his one of his drivers just won, and, and uh, he was just kind of there being personable and stuff. We'll say uh, also met with William Byron, didn't get a picture, had him sign my hot pass i was fucking wicked drunk um <laughs> don't remember much of uh the the later experience got uh got together with the garage guys 
uh, Dale Tanhart and uh, Garage Guy Chase, I believe, on social medias. Um, those, those were, we met those guys in Daytona. Actually, no, we met those guys at fucking Noah's, Noah's Airbnb yeah. <laughs> in, uh, his in, kitchen. in Pensacola. And I walked up and like was shooting the shit with him right when we first walk, uh, got up to him. And I'm like, hey man, I don't know if you remember, if, uh, if you remember me. And he's like. He's like, yeah, uh, Black Flag Podcast. He's like, I remember you guys from uh, that party in Pensacola. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, God, it's probably good that you're talking to us because I for sure woke up the next morning and looked at a video on my phone of Charlie and I fucking screaming at you to change the fridge. <laughs> and I stopped it. I was like, what a wild sentence that just was, huh? And he's like, he's like, yeah, I don't even know. He's like, I was so drunk that night. He's like, I was pretty tuned up. I think he's like, no, I had a, I don't know, whatever. But um, no, I was talking to him earlier and uh, he remembered both Charlie and I, so. That was cool uh, because uh, I for sure had a little bit of anxiety the next morning. Like, oof, we oh, were those worst. guys. So, um, yeah, met up with pretty much everyone. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. So next on the docket is a Thompson World Series. Or not Thompson World Series, Thompson Icebreaker, Thompson Ice Series. God fucking damn it. We just got to make one name, <laughs> the Ice Series. Um, so, yeah, I think we just got to make picks and uh, – believe charlie has something to read yeah um i'll do picks first yeah, yeah we'll do picks so charlie after winning the first two weeks has finished third out of three the last three weeks now so you get to go first again they're circuit of the americas this week i think so, don't yeah. quote me on my schedule yeah. <laughs> my schedule is usually pretty far they're, they're running they, they they're are running, at coda they're running they're the, the oval. oval yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're running the oval Uda. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh i'll i mean I'll burn it. Uh, I'll do a Chase Elliott. Who'd they say was going to beat them Bengals? <laughs> Chase Elliott has not won on an oval since the day he won the NASCAR championship. That makes sense. He's only won one race since then, and that was a range-shortened ro- uh, race at Road America. I'll take uh, I'll take Choss. Bradley? I think uh, I'm last. I get to go next. Yeah. Bradley, I'm going to pick... Uh, give me A.J. Allmendinger. Ooh, okay. Well, that okay. was going to be one of my picks. I'm glad that uh, Charlie took Chase, because I'm going to take the other Chase and Chase Briscoe. Oh, okay. Brace okay. Chisco. Him too. Well, that was. What are the point standings looking like? Uh, Brad, you're leading with nine. I have ten. Charlie has eleven. Right. Oh fuck. Still Which, pretty close. Yeah. I haven't burned up any any really big still, uh, names. Still taking suggestions for uh, what we're gonna do in our fire suits. <laughs> or what someone is going to do in their fire suits. Maybe that can be a Patreon deal. Just, just, yeah, it's a Patreon deal, but you just got to you gotta comment on the most recent post or something. We Or maybe we'll just make a post after this and then just leave all your comments there and we'll <laughs> I'm select going the best to, one in a couple weeks. Yeah, well, like I said, I think this is probably what we should do is I'll buy, like, the spinny wheel with, like, the fill-in options and we'll just spin the wheel. So. Oh, yeah. All right. So well, right now the only one that's going on the spinny wheel I think we have is uh, or, Grand, Grandview Live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or what if, what if the winner has to tell the loser what to do. Hmm. Yeah, that could be that mm-hmm. could be an option. Yeah. Um so one way to wrap this up too. Uh literally mid show. Um got a hold of uh James Goodman. He is going to sponsor this show. <laughs> yep. so, literally halfway through the show Charlie just holds up his phone and points to it and we all nod <laughs> uh, so episode what is this 159? 159 yeah. 159 is brought to you by Benny's Body Sh- Body Shop and Automotive Repair 207-745-3040 the kid actually does incredible work so if you head on over to Facebook look up Benny's Body Shop and Automotive Repair you can look at some of the stuff he does. He does rust repair. He does, uh, uh, it looks like collision stuff. Pretty much anything. He paints regular cars. He paints race cars. He does really nice work. I am one who's relatively picky when it comes to shit like that. And uh, he does a damn good job. So 
Uh, again, Benny's Body Shop and Automotive Repair, 207-745-3040. The kid's name is James Goodman. He's got a little four-banger car. Uh, he's he's done, done some cool shit. So head on over there, look him up, and 159 is brought to you by Benny's. Bob, you want to get some food? I'm pretty hungry. Speaking of uh, of get, it's getting late and we're getting pretty hungry. Uh, I did have another actual weapon of the week. Uh, lady fell asleep in the cookout line, and uh, everyone thought in Atlanta. Atlanta is a uh, low key like the part that we were in, Georgia Tech area was a was a really nice spot actually. But we're sitting in line, and this lady is just fucking sitting there and fighting not for moving, her life. <laughs> not moving whatsoever. And like, there's two or three car lengths like in front of her now, and like sec- there was a security guard at the cookout, lady walks over knocks on her window we rolled down the window we're like what the fuck was that she's like oh she was just asleep i'm like i don't and and you're not like arrest her like i feel like she she should (laughs) not be behind the wheel of a motor vehicle (laughs) she fell asleep in a fucking two minute cookout line um but yeah so i think we're gonna get some buffalo wild wings thanks for james goodman for hopping on board definitely saw one of his posts i think he uh, did some rust repair on a truck pretty recently and i was actually zooming in on the pictures like damn that was pretty good. Yeah, it's the so, worst work in this world. In fact, him, I have to go into work early tomorrow to finish up a frame repair on a truck. That sucks. It's the worst. That sucks. So, so I never take those jobs in, but I needed money. So 59, Reed Lanfer. Yeah, Reed uh, Lanfer was on that. Gonna... Matt Galco. Stacy Compton had a cup car. Yeah. That was 59. I think that's it. Um, Billy Osborne ran a Super Modified. That was number 59 for a little bit. There's for sure, like, the, if we really thought about it, but I'm so hungry. Yeah. All right. Matt Galco was uh, probably that one, that, that one modified there that I could think of. Bright green. Ten away from being nice. Nice. Yep, again. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car.